<clears throat> there we go. There's your start, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jeff trying to figure out if his microphone was working or not. But we're good. It's another Technolith Podcast. It's Thursday, July the 22nd, 2021. It's another overcast, partially rainy day here in uh, half a lax. We can't seem to escape it. It's constantly threatening rain or thunder showers, but never actually doing really much of either of those two things, while subsequently also giving us zero sun. So, yep. so it's been it's been lovely. We kind of like Em and I keep trying to get out and like go for like you know go to the valley or some shit. You know, do something, get the fuck out the house. And every time she's got a day off, it's just like this or raining or some other bullshit. Uh, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's just brutal. But, uh, either way, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If it's your first time here, we talk about, uh, all sorts of stuff. Chiefly, video game news, movie news, and our lives. Because we're naive to think that people give a fuck about at least the last one of those things. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. A lot of stuff went down in the, uh, in the industry this week. Most of it bad. Uh, somebody lit a match. And I think it was only supposed to affect, like, maybe one corner of the industry, and that shit just... Everything on fire, all at the same time, uh, this week. Very, uh, very incendiary week, uh, in general. So we've got some stuff to talk about, I suppose. Uh, but before we do... Of course, we've got the most important question to ask from each and every week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it was another week, man. Nothing, nothing. It wasn't crazy. just another week, though. You got your 5G update. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I got my I got my COVID shot. Kayla got hers yesterday. Mm. Um, so we're both fully vaccinated. I think you got to wait like two weeks or something. But um, outside of that, uh, I was fine. Next day, I was pretty uh, or actually the, I, I was like you. I streamed like 10 hours the day I got the shot. It's always uh, after fine. you sleep. And then as I went to bed, I pretty much woke up every 20 30 minutes had the shakes headache uh my body was sore woke up the next day streamed for like four and a half hours and i was just drained so i just laid in bed and then by the morning i was fine again so my arm's not sore anymore i'm pretty it's a little like when i touch it it's like a little tender but like your arm only really tends to get super crazy sore if you're one of those people that like tense up I right, did right when they right when yeah. I got the shot. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, my muscles, my muscles just went kit. Just like <laughs> just squeezed up, right? So yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty much how I tracked. Um, I just uh, yeah, after the after the second day, the the aches, the pains, all that stuff went away. I was just left with with tired after that. It was was all I was, and I eventually got uh, around that. Although more of that's probably to do with the fact that I was like sleeping for three hours and then getting up to go get M from work and coming home yeah than the actual vaccine itself Kayla's uh, fine Kayla uh she said like, like nothing yeah I mean she had she had a bit of a headache she was a little sore overnight but she's up and she's up and going it's today, crazy like, how like random nothing. like it's just yeah. everyone just wildly fucking different uh with yeah. uh with reactions but uh but yeah uh, well there you go you've survived you're all out the other side, and now it's just a waiting game uh, for the That's full it. effect 
That's it. Uh, to, to kick in. Uh, and then we get to live like we always have, except we get to worry a little less about ourselves. So we keep wearing masks and walking into stores and keeping away from everyone, uh, except we don't have to worry as much about ourselves anymore, uh, which is lovely, to say the least. It's a, it's a nice little breath, I guess is the way to say it, after a long, <laughs> a long haul of not being able to do much of that. Um... My week was, uh, was, uh, pretty similar to yours in terms of it being just another week. I, um, uh, am still playing Monster Hunter Stories 2. I hey. did not think that that was going to take me as long as it has, but it is a, uh, it's a lengthy boy. Uh, well, in fairness, I did basically get to the very end of the game last night. Uh, last boss, uh, I got killed, um, I only need to hit the boss one more time, and the boss was dead. Uh, it was a four-phase boss, Mr. Black, which I don't recall the last time I've been in a, in a JRPG where they went beyond three phases, but they sat down and said, you know what, fuck convention, let's go for four. So this was a long fight, and uh, more of an item check than anything. It was kind of like a, how many items did you really bring with you to heal? Did you bring all of them? If yes, you have a shot in hell. If no, get fucked. <laughs> it's kind of how it was. Uh, and then the other problem is, is that there is, you have an AI partner that you can't control and they don't often make the best choices in life and get killed. And if they die, guess what? You You also lose. (laughs) So it's, it's, so amazing game right up until that last boss fight. And then they just wet farted their way out, uh, on, on that. I don't know what it is about Japanese developers and having, artificial intelligence uh, allies that you can't control. I don't know what it is about, but it's, it's, they're, the only, they're the only development place on Earth at this point that still does that shit. And, I, and nobody ever likes it. Nobody's ever like, oh, thank God, I, I'm in a battle with allies I can't control. Oh, thank God, if they die, I die too. Oh, good, that's great. <laughs> oh, good, that's amazing. Because you're sitting there and you know what to do to counter the enemy, and you do it, and you're great, and then your your partner just, like, yeets themselves into the fucking sun, and you can't do anything about it, and you're like, <laughs> fuck, fuck, now I gotta go fight this 40-minute boss all over again, so, anyway, I played that this week, still highly recommend it in general, I, I haven't done the multiplayer yet, that's next up on my list of things to do before I review it, uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been uh, enjoying that. Uh, and then other than that, that's about it. Um, uh, M's, one of M's, uh, best friends, uh, finally had her baby, uh, birthed that baby yesterday. And, uh, it was about a week, week to 10 days earlier than, uh, than planned, but the baby was perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. Um, so that was wonderful news. And, and, uh, uh, and other than that, not much else. And so now it's time to talk about some video game news, Mr. Black, because we've got a couple of. I mean, these, some of these look scarier than they are just because I have lots of bullet points, but there's a couple of heavy hitters in here. So let's start with some good news first. I think, I think you and I both are hoping that Battlefield doesn't shit the bed. We just think that it's probably going to shit the bed, but we're hoping it doesn't. Uh, and we got a bit of a good, uh, a good piece of, of news today. In, uh, they had a, a, an, a, an EA Play event type deal earlier. Uh, and the, the, probably the biggest highlight and why I have it here is it's the, the, uh, rumored, we actually talked about this before, but so the rumor was reality. The rumored Battlefield 2042, uh, Battlefield Portal, 
uh, is a portion of this game. It's uh, separate from the main uh, multiplayer modes, the uh, the standard multiplayer modes. And part of the rumors were, were correct, and uh, but it wasn't the full story so the, or the full picture. So we were saying, you know, the Battlefield Portal was going to be reaching back into old Battlefield games to bring maps out that were really popular back in the day, mm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Which is technically true because that is, in fact, part of what's going on here. But it's not the full story. So Battlefield Portal is actually a custom servers and game tool with a logic editor in it. Uh, and what that... I guess what I could say that is, it's a, like, remember Halo 3 and how you could, like, build damn near any game mode you wanted? It's mm-hmm. similar to that. It's not done the same way, though. So in Halo 3, you'd have, like, a big box and you'd have, like, items to place and everything to make these maps up and, and whatnot. And then you had some uh, controls over, uh, you know, like, health and shield strength and weapons that were available, etc., etc., to make up all these crazy... And then we got, like, Griff Ball and these nuts multiplayer modes out of it. It's the same kind of an idea as that. It's not exactly the same in that you don't get to make maps, but the maps um, uh, are basically uh, sandboxes across multiple generations of Battlefield uh, tools and uh, weapons and vehicles and modes that you can come up with. So, I'll do my best to describe this. They have a video and they had a Q&A and you can watch it if you want more information on it. Uh, but essentially, there's 13 maps in total that uh, that launch. This is at launch. Six of them are old school maps, plus the seven maps that come with 2042 and the new maps for the game itself. Uh, so 13 maps in total. This these include, and you can look at the the full list of the uh, old maps if you want. But the ones that I'm pulling up because I'm biased are from Battlefield uh, Bad Company 2 because that was my favorite Battlefield game. So, uh, Erica Harbor and Valpasario, uh, or Valparaiso, sorry, uh, are from, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. They're going to be included. Not only are they including these maps, so they are actually completely rebuilding the maps in the new engine. So all the maps that are included are completely rebuilt with the, uh, the new engine in mind. And some of them are even expanded a bit to allow for 128 player play. So if you ever wanted to play a really big, uh, lobby on some of the older maps, They've gone out of uh, out of their way to expand some of them to uh, allow for uh, for that to happen. So this essentially, uh, oh, and that also extends to. Sorry, before I go on to the next point, it, it also includes weapons and vehicles, like I mentioned before. So all of them have been redone in the new engine. All the new ve- all the vehicles, all the weapons and whatnot. Uh, a lot of the specialists and everything. Though that's all coming into this uh, sandbox. Essentially, it allows you to make your own game modes, share them with others who can edit them further without overwriting your own stuff, uh, and it's an incredibly powerful tool. So this comes with an entire server browser. They're also going to release uh, tutorials and whatnot for the logic editor because the logic editor is insanely deep. It's, it's bordering on programming. It's basically modding. It's basically giving you modding tools uh, to, to do damn near anything. So if, for example, and this would be a very vanilla thing to do, and I'm sure it will happen anyway, but because Bad Company 2 maps are there, you could, theoretically, recreate the game logic from Battlefield Bad Company 2. So the, the movement speed, the, uh, the traversal of objects, the time to kill, the weapons involved, you could basically just recreate Bad Company 2 with this tool, and then just release the maps, and then everyone can just play them uh, as they want. 
they will have, uh, like I said, an entire browser specifically for this, where you can search based on a bunch of parameters. They will also haul up community favorites to the top. So if there are very popular community maps that are uh, and modes that are being created, they will be surfaced to the top for people to uh, have easy access to. Uh, and uh, just all around, crazy powerful tool. And not something that uh, that many games other than Halo have really done. Uh, Halo was definitely one of the first to, uh, uh, at least in the console space, to really blow that open and just say, here, have all these tools, go and make new modes, new maps, whatever. Uh, and this is similar in that regard. So, I find that incredibly fucking awesome. I think that the, uh, the player base, because the other thing is you don't even need the game in order to use these tools. Uh, you just need an EA account. So even if you didn't want to, like, there's people out there that enjoy tooling around with this stuff, but they're not interested in necessarily playing the game, even they can have access to these tools and make whatever they want and, uh, submit it, uh, for play. So, I think this is fucking incredible. I think this is going to result in arguably, um, for some people, a better multiplayer experience than the 2042 main multiplayer modes will offer. Uh, and uh, it certainly provides a lot more, especially after, like, let's say you give this the first six months or, or less, maybe even three months, where people have their hands on these tools uh, and they've had some time uh, to really flesh these things out. There's going to be a lot of really amazing shit that the community gets to put together with this. I mean, modders, even without modding tools, come up with some amazing stuff. So when a company comes out and says, here's the logic editor, uh, and you can do damn near anything except for move shit around on the map in terms of you can't, like, change geometry. It's about the only thing that they you can't do. Uh, but we've given you a completely remastered 4K version of all these maps. Go have fun and figure some shit out. Um, is kind of nuts. So, like, they were, they, and they gave examples, if you watch the video of just, like, some really easy ideas that, you know, you could come up with for this to, to make modes. And, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's pretty dope. I think it's pretty cool. dope. Uh, so that, that will be, I think, probably one of the major selling points. Not right out of the gate, because there won't be anything on day one that people have just created. There will be, like, so, you know, people will dive right in immediately. They could, I guess, technically, if they wanted to, release these tools since you don't need the game in order to do them because it's all it's all done in um on browser side is that i guess you could technically um release this a couple weeks before the main game launches to just let people come up with shit before the game comes out if they want to do something like that otherwise It'll just be a couple weeks, and I'm sure there will be lots of fun stuff to try out. So I'm actually most excited about that. As much as I'm excited to play uh, the the newer modes and whatnot from the game itself to see, you know, what the Battlefield team themselves think new Battlefield should be, uh, I'm excited to see what the uh, the community can can uh, can come up with for that. Any thoughts on that, Mister Black? Uh, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I mean, I can't hate on it. Um it's better to have it than not to have it. So, and if you don't need the game to use it, it's an extra bonus. So, but it still doesn't change my views about how, how I don't think this game is going to do very well. Mm. I think it's going to, I think it's going to sell. Okay. But it, I don't think it's going to have legs. So, you know, they'll make money off the game. It'll, it'll be its thing. It'll be hype for a couple weeks. There might be like a few YouTube channels that, thrive off the game for the for the you know kind of core non um 
sort of behind the scenes players that are hardcore about the game because there will be hard there will be hardcore battlefield players for sure. Um, but outside of that, eh, I don't think it's going anywhere. Very bearish, Mister Black, on yeah. this game. No yeah. hope. Doesn't so is there? Is there? I don't think there's anything that they could release or tell you this game is going to come with or or add. That would make you anywhere other than maybe, I guess, making it free to play, in which case then it's just a matter of like, um, I guess, putting up with hackers, I suppose. I mean, you're going to put up with hackers regardless, right? So, I mean, they're it's far just fewer, the it far fewer when you have to pay not, $70. Not really. That's actually just empirical it, evidence that you're arguing against now. <laughs> that's just the okay. reality. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to fight with you, dude. I'm just telling yeah. you. If somebody, if somebody wants to hack the game, they're going to spend $70 to go hack the game, Adam. It's not a big barrier to entry. The ones that are actually hackers, they're going to spend the seventy dollars over and over to again and, to go and create the hacks. Over and over and again, the they're thing. just going to keep spending it. So if they get banned as a hacker, they're going to spend another seventy dollars to hop back in and then get banned again, and then wave after wave like Warzone, where they ban like fifty thousand accounts, and then the next day, fifty thousand accounts are created, and the hackers are just right back in because they don't actually have anti-cheat software that does anything beyond. I'm not here banning to on a free. I'm not, I'm I'm not arguing. Just, I just don't have the. En- I just literally don't have the energy. <laughs> like I, I just, I don't care. I'm not going to debate it. Okay. It's going to be filled. It's going to be filled with hackers. Let me tell you something, dude. Okay. The game is not free. The game is not free to play because they're scared of hackers. Well, speaking of hackers, uh, programmer, uh, there's a programmer that managed to put together arguably uh, a game-ending hack uh, that uh, was scary enough that Activision decided to scrub the internet of this bitch uh, as fast as humanly possible. Uh, this is a machine learning aim assist hack for first person shooters that would work on any PC and possibly any console as well because it just requires a secondary machine to do this that has a capture card. Uh, and that and a piece of, uh, of input hardware that I think was like a hundred dollar piece of equipment that basically you plug in like any other, uh, USB device more or less and it, and it registers in windows as a, an HID, which is like a human input device or human interface device um and so as far as the game is concerned it won't ever be able to register that there is a hack going on it's just there's another input on your pc that's doing uh all the movement for you so basically you plug your gaming pc into a capture card uh the capture card is getting all that video feed the video feed is being run through the uh machine learning software the machine learning software learns uh, how to aim, how fast, when to shoot, uh, et cetera, et cetera, from that feed. Uh, and then it sends that, those inputs back through the device that you hooked into your gaming PC, and it's basically doing all the work as if you were moving your mouse uh, on your own. And so it registers as no different than a regular mouse being plugged into your computer while also being a machine literally playing for you. So before, this was like a, you know, in a, in a traditional hack uh, you know, you're running software that uh, that uses the game in some way, shape, or form itself to produce the logic for snap targeting, seeing through walls, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This isn't doing any of that. This is literally just feeding imagery to artificial intelligence because we have the the com- computational power to do that now, and then it learns on the fly. And you can even you can even tune it to be stronger or weaker. So if you wanted to just use it as a uh, as as more of an aim assist and less of a less of a just killing machine, you could technically do that, uh, or you could just turn it all the way up, and that shit will be a fucking a- absolute animal, with you just running around the map and it fucking dumpstering everyone. 
Um, this was uh, available on a Discord for a time, uh, where the uh, the creator said that he he didn't he didn't expect this to be used as like a cheat, which uh, when he was developing it, which I uh, that is hilarious to me because of course he did. What other fucking reason were you building this for? Uh, and then charging, I think it was like you were char- he was charging like fifty dollars or something to have access to the software. Um, so, uh, only estimated because you could, you could tell for a time, um, via the Discord server, there's only, there's only a couple hundred copies of this floating around right now. Because it only took a few days before Activision caught wind of it and then, um, nuked the internet from orbit, uh, and wiped that shit as clean as humanly possible. Of course, not removing the local copies off of, because they could never fucking figure out who the hell, uh, had them. Uh, they just know that there's only a handful of them in the grand scheme of things, and now it's, uh, it seems like more of a, of a, of a race against the clock to come up with how the fuck do you stop this? Because the problem is, there's no traditional anti-cheat software that exists right now that can catch it because it's just registering as an HID device. It's not, or an HID, it's not, it's not registering as any software, nothing's running. It's like a mouse is plugged into your computer, it can't, there's no anti-cheat, no, no ring zero Valorant fuckery that can pick this up. So, uh, the only thing that's being theor- theorized right now is, coincidentally, it would require another artificial intelligence-based anti-cheat to be running on your computer, which, by the way, would, I'm not even sure how, without using, like, maybe cloud-based shit, how they could do that without it just crippling your performance, um, that, uh, would run in the games, and then analyze the movements of all the players, uh, looking for the kind of digital fingerprints of the difference between how a player moves with a mouse or a controller, and then how this artificial intelligence, uh, trained bot, uh, moves the reticle, etc., uh, on its own, based on those inputs. That's the closest idea. The problem is, that would be extraordinarily expensive, extraordinarily difficult to put together and put out on a mass scale, and it would- and it would require the player base to trust whoever the fuck released that shit to run it on their computer, uh, in the first place. And, uh, to make matters worse, the only companies really that would be able to afford to do this and maybe be able to pull it off are, uh, there's only a couple of them, right? You're talking about Activision, you're talking about Electronic Arts from publisher standpoints, uh, for their developers underneath of them. Like, if this was, like, a, a shooter that came out and it's, like, a mid-tier developer, there's just, it doesn't, they're not going to be able to combat something like that. Um, and what's worse is that it works on consoles, the exact same as it works on a PC. So it's, like, there used to be, you know, a, a much bigger barrier to entry for hackers on a console. It took a lot more work, uh, to be able to pull that off on a console. And so, like, a safe haven was to go play on a console. Like, if you went to go play on a console, if you got your ass kicked, it was very unlikely it was because it was a hacker. It was because you got your ass kicked. Uh, on the PC, I mean, my god, in PUBG, I think 45% of the fucking players in the game now are hackers. So, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, a very scary thing. And unfortunately, not an enormous hurdle for most people to implement. I mean, it's, it's a piece of software. Um, and it's really comes down to, do you want to just spend a couple dollars on a capture card? Because we're not talking about a capture card that needs to be like, you know, you don't need a mage well. 
You don't need a $1,300 capture card to make this shit work. It just needs you to receive. You get an Elgato. You get an Elgato with 4K capture card. You get an Elgato. Get one. Yeah, Elgato, get one. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> barrier to entry is is pretty pretty cheap. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a capture card. You so know? that you know, so you, you Elgato get one of those, and then you're off to the fucking races. So, uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was probably the biggest uh, one of the biggest pieces of news this week, just in terms of of. You know, in the grand scheme of things, things that could completely ruin first-person shooters online, that would be one of them. I mean, like, you, 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 unless they come up with a, a really easy solution to figure this shit out, that would be quite honest. literally I, I, fuck I mean, everything. I, I, I don't think it's going to fuck anything. The reason why I don't think it's going to fuck anything is because it's already fucked. You know, first-person shooters online are already fucked. Like, it, I, 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 I mean, I'm biased as hell because, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I prefer to play my shooters on console for a number of reasons. Mm. Uh, one of which, just comfortability. Mm. Uh, sitting back and the couch. playing my shooters, the couch. Mm. Uh, the second reason is, um, it's exactly what you said. You, the likelihood of dealing with cheaters is pretty close to zero it happens it absolutely happens but it isn't like you're when you're when you're most games now they're getting so big you're in a lobby of like a hundred plus people and almost like every shooter you play these days i, I there's probably 15 20 percent of those that are cheats and it's the same people killing you doing crazy things see a guy with like 50 fucking kills you know exactly what it is and your your fun level basically dies the moment that you notice somebody's in there hacking and cheating and it's to the point where i don't even put in that much time or effort into uh competitive shooting games uh because of cheaters so you know them fighting this even though there's only a few people that have it um in the grand scheme of things but or a scale of things, but um, the reality is shooters in general are just tainted for me. I go there and I play them just to have fun, and I don't get worked up too much if a, if a hacker comes and kills me. It's more of like, <laughs> this fuck boy, you know? Look at this fucking goof, you know, hacking. What a, what a, like, what kind of virgin uh, Mary is this motherfucker? That, that's pretty much, that, that's, where, that's where I'm at. Um... Because if I go in there too serious and I'm just like, hey, I, if, if I go in there and I'm going, hey, I'm getting good at this game and I, I want to become a god, like it, just because there's hackers doesn't mean you can't become good, but um, it will definitely hurt, at least for me, my um, desire to want to try and get good, knowing that there's always just a bunch of idiots that are going to hack and cheat in the game. So I just kind of stay away from shooters in general. And somebody in the chat said, like, you know, there's a lot of cl cross platform now too, and it's true. I think when you when you bring in cross platforming with PC and console, not only do they have the advantage because they're using keyboard and mouse, and they can optimize their game to the fullest of its you know potential if they have the right PC setup, and then secondly, you can be dealing with hackers. So. I don't think this, I, you know, yeah, this is bad news for the gaming world for sure. Is it doomsday stuff? No, because I, whether this exists or it doesn't, 
There's hackers all the time. All the time. Doesn't matter how good they are at banning people. It's never, it never stops. So, eh. Yeah, I don't, well, I mean, right now it's obviously not a problem because it's been scrubbed more or less. But the fact that this is known to be a thing that works and has now gotten this much publicity means that it's, well, like right now, I think it's a guarantee that more than a handful of people are now working on replicating this exact system oh, um, yeah. for distribution. The So right now it's not much of a problem. It would be like, it would be like as, um, you know, coincid- coincidentally, the streaming world that we're involved in having driven capture card solutions and other input solutions to be so so popular and the prices get driven down and down and down the entry the barrier of entry for something like this gets lower and lower and in fact honestly now that i think about it you don't even really need a capture card to make this work because if it's ultimately just piping video into the software on a second computer then you can just use uh you can just use your local network to to pump video uh, into the second PC the same way. You don't even need a capture card. You just need internal internet in the your your your, your computers to be hooked up via LAN and not Wi-Fi, uh, and to not have a, a complete toaster of a computer, and it would do the same thing. Um, so at that point you would just need to own like the the one little USB thing, and away you go. Um, so I think I think it's obviously not a problem now. Uh, I I think this is this kind of hacking or this kind of of botting is the is the next wave the future wave you know the hacking that we have now is always going to be around to some degree because it requires nothing but the hack itself runs on the pc and then it's just a matter of you know are you are, do you care if your account gets banned right which right now the only things there are only a couple of games that hardware ban so hardware id ban there's only a couple games that have ever gone that far and that one's a little harder to get around. You have to have a little bit of com- computer savvy to get around something like a hardware ID ban. Then there's like IP-based bans, which again, certain level of of computer savvy to get around an IP ban. And then you have, uh, and then the only other barrier to that, and it's not really a barrier, it's more of a, deter- a deterrent, is does the game cost money? And then how much money does it cost to make a new account? So... Um, it was like Brian, uh, like Brian, our buddy Brian growing up, he played a shitload of CSGO. Like, just a fucking boatload of CSGO for years. And he was quite good. And everyone always blames everyone for hacking in CSGO, and you know, people get reported. And Brian has like 20 fucking accounts for CSGO now. Uh, and, uh, and uh, but eventually he just, he, he was like, you know what, I gotta fucking stop, because you gotta, even if you're buying the game on sale, you're like buying up keys and like storing them somewhere, waiting for the day that you get banned. He's eventually, it's just like Jesus Christ. I don't want to spend more money on this game, uh, you know, and start all over. So, uh, like, that's the only real options. And then you have to also look at it from the perspective of the publishers and developers, where their 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 value judgment call here is how many hackers are present, how much of an impact is it having on our sales. And, and if it's not, if they, if they run some numbers and they say, you know what, everyone's bitching, but they're still playing our game, despite the fact that 50% of the lobby is hackers, fuck it. Why are we putting any more effort into this than we need to? Hack um, away. So they'll, they'll just have like, and they'll do what They'll do what Activision does with Warzone. They'll come out. Yep. They'll say, Hey guys, latest band wave. We did it. 50,000 
50,000 yeah. accounts banned, and then Hunters, everyone goes, wait million, a minute. Two million hackers. There's like millions, you know, a couple million hackers maybe, and then on top of that, the accounts are free, and there's no downtime, there's no nothing, so they just... The Make only punishment account. is, oops, I lost my gun, like the, the yeah. unlocks on my guns. Yeah. Which what I don't think the do? hackers give much of a fuck about <laughs> anyway. So... Yeah, very interesting. A very, I mean, I, in a million years, I would have never thought that this was even something that you could technically pull off for so cheap. Uh, but I guess computers have gotten powerful enough now that that's just where we're at. This is this is where we are. Um, and maybe there's going to be a, a nice little new secondary market open up for in, the, in the job market where a publisher or developer says, all right, we need epic levels of anti-cheat now. <laughs> and... Somebody gets in. It'll be it'll be like uh, it'll be like cybersecurity. The market has just fucking exploded in the last like ten years because of obviously where the world is going, and now it's like uh, now we need security for our games because it sucks and it's actually putting a dent in our wallet. And and as a company, we can't have a put it, a dent in our wallet. But there you go. So hackers, uh, they're a meme. You know, I'll never understand the psychology of a hacker. Like what you're pl- you're not even you're not technically playing the game, so I never understood what the the. It's just to piss people off, really. I think. Is, uh, is, but then you, uh, yeah, I guess is that. Is, is, yeah, it's just like ha 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 ha. Bitch. Is that is that it? <laughs> they do it. They do it for they they do it for the uh, the the possible uh, open mic, uh, in after the kill. there you go uh next up twitch uh has entirely rewritten its dmca guidelines page i'm sure you saw you might even gotten an email because i got i think i I got an email as well uh so they rewrote that bitch from top to bottom not that the email actually said they rewrote it they just said we have some updates that wasn't an update they they took a lighter to the original page and then rewrote basically the entire thing uh, the, the highlights of that rewrite are that three strikes is officially labeled a repeat infringer now. Whereas before it was just people were assuming that because YouTube operated on some loose three strike, you know, uh, material and Twitch had been more or less talking loosely about a three strike system. Now it's officially on the guidelines page for DMCA. So three strikes is officially a repeat infringer. Strikes are not permanent. However... They are kept on the account until they determine you're not a repeat infringer. So, I think what that means is that they're trying to work in some level of um, forgiveness, where let's say you something accidentally pops up on your stream and it was not an int- you weren't like let's say you were not intentionally playing Eminem's latest album in its entirety on your League of Legends stream. Uh, that would be that would be blatantly infringing <laughs> the DMCA so that would be a problem but if you were playing the game and uh something in the game popped popped a DMCA when it was unintentional and it's a strike uh then that has to be investigated to make sure that you are not considered a repeat infringer if you were to get late you know get more than three uh three strikes on the channel whether or not it means anything this happened in roughly the same time period whether or not it means anything uh, it's interesting, at least to me. Emmett Shear, who's the CEO of uh, of Twitch, of course, the man who comes down from on high, usually only when things are literally burning to the ground and then goes away and uh, never to be heard from again. 
changed his Twitter profile title and picture, and it no longer lists him. He no longer lists himself on his Twitter profile as Twitch's CEO. Which sounds innocuous, but I don't know of very many CEOs or high-ranking anyone or anyone that works at any major company that doesn't have their title in their Twitch header, let alone ha- or, or their Twitter header, let alone having it there and then removing it, especially if you are the CEO of said company. So uh, I don't know if that actually alludes to anything. Maybe in the background, uh, Emmett is in some sort of like transitional thing where he's uh, getting ready to step down uh, and and have somebody else take over. Uh, I can't think of any other reason why he'd remove that information from his 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 Twitter profile uh, so suddenly. That seems like very strange to have it there for years and then just up and fucking remove that shit. Um, so yeah, I don't know what to make of it, but somebody pointed that out and I went and checked and sure shit, it ain't there. Uh, as of about an hour ago, uh, I double checked and it's... Definitely not there. So, yeah, we'll wait and see if that precipitates anything uh, in the future. Uh, However, I would not be shocked. Let me say that. I would not be shocked if Emmett was stepping down, retiring, mostly because he's filthy rich right now. And two, because the company that he is is currently heading is under constant fire um, from DMCA stuff that we just talked about, amongst other things. Um, and a community that has been screaming at Twitch almost consistently for three years now because they have an innovated dick all, despite their uh, position in the market. And uh, every initiative that they've well, they had... they haven't been innovated, man. They've got they've got the the beaches and pools stuff going on here. They've now got ASMR where their people are doing subathons while they're licking, licking ear microphones. A legitimate subathon of sucking an ear. Mr. Black, have you ever licked a microphone for so long that you required Vaseline on your lips to stop them from bleeding? No, but I do know one thing. <laughs> you know, the first time a girl licked my ear, I got pretty hard. <laughs> so to to say that that isn't a sexual act, and you're doing it for money directly, I mean, <laughs> what? It is I, an erogenous I, zone, Mister Black. I mean, does it does the does the it, would it be different if the microphone had you know a mushroom tip on it? I mean, they get, uh, bro, they're getting like ball cuppy at the the other end of these binaural microphones now. Mm-hmm, like they're, mm-hmm. they're doing the ear lick thing, but like I'm seeing some of this shit. I'm oh, yeah, seeing some literal fucking ball cupping oh, yeah, you are. and juggling. And and that right there also gets Does a me good excited. job, yeah. It gets me excited. <laughs> so, you know. I, I Working know, as I intended, know. Mr. Black. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I literally tuned in. <laughs> To one of these streamers literally doing a subathon of ear licking. It for one, it's impressive that you can lick a microphone for That's six That's dedication seven for real. I mean, that really is. I, I would hate the what that microphone smells like. And I would also uh be interested. <laughs> I know what know. it smells like. It smells like your old fucking pop filter on that microphone. There you go. That That's was like exactly seven years like. old. It looked like it had diseases. It does have it did have diseases. <laughs> Did have diseases. Yeah, this is crazy, man. So, so, I guess, I guess, you know, we got to cut him some slack, Jeff. We finally got animated emotes. That happened. There you go. Innovation. Innovation. It's happening all the time. I mean, dude, I love me some Twitch, man, but holy jeez. It's a little rough. Oh, God, man. It's a little rough around the edges right oh, now. It's a little dude, hairy. Some, 
sometimes sometimes um um you know i gotta be honest it, now now look I, I don't know where you're going with this but let me say this before you say anything in case it makes you change your you know change what you're gonna say okay now i think we all know that i'm no i'm no summit 1g in terms of my numbers these days all right i'm not swimming in viewership these days all right i'm not gonna lie even though I'd, I'd lose probably 65 to 70% of my income if I were to leave this platform and just dump it onto my, one of my YouTube channels, hypothetically. I'm not going to lie, it's crossed my mind <laughs> on a couple of occasions because I know that, I know that like, it's not that I go to bed at night and lose sleep knowing that this shit is happening or something. Like, I don't ruminate over it. But when I turn on Twitch and on the homepage, every time I turn on Twitch's homepage, I am recommended ball cupping and ear licking marathon number seven. That's it rough. does cross my mind. So what I, what I, what I was saying, listen, man. Okay. Some, listen, if another, it, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> okay. I, like a year or two years ago, like when, 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 when Mixer came to me and offered me a boatload of money to go over there. It wasn't enough. But I'm telling you right now, <laughs> something came through my email today, and it made sense. Man, it's 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 tough. I mean, I love me some Twitch, man. I love me some Twitch. But my God, seeing that stuff, man, it, it's it like you said, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't. It, it is what it is. It's just, man, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> What I was getting at is, yeah, okay. um, I'm just it 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 makes me sad to think of this, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of like, you know, my mom was saying this. My mom turns fifty five tomorrow. Oh, she's so, so she's young. Gonna a, she's gonna be a senior tomorrow. What a you what a youthful young lady. Yeah, so she's turning fifty five, and uh, you know, my mom always tells me. You know, she gets sad thinking about, you know, getting old. You know, she doesn't like getting old. My dad doesn't like getting old either. I don't think anyone does. I don't think so. And that's that's sort of where that's sort of where I'm at right now. I don't like it's where like, I'm at right now, and I'm only in my thirties. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm when it comes when it comes to Twitch, it's sad for me to think about this, but like I'm just grateful I'm on my 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 last years of being a streamer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just reality. I mean, when I say last years, it could be two, three years. It could be five. I mean, I don't know, but you're on your last years of doing it as something that you need to do versus wanting to just pop on and do, you know, yeah, do whatever you want. Like I've been doing this for over 10 years, right? It's been, it's been amazing. I, I, and I, I absolutely love Twitch as, as a, as a whole, like, uh, at its core, I absolutely love Twitch. Like I bleed purple without Twitch. I have no idea what I'd be doing. Um, but I will say the way things have gone and sort of the sentiment and where the where things are going and my lack of desire to play that play those games, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like YouTube now, where it's like you gotta play the games on YouTube. You gotta play the algorithm. You gotta tell your 
subscribers to fucking hit the like button and leave a comment, please, and 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 click the share button and click the bell notification button and fucking hit these other 10, 20 buttons. And you got to have certain thumbnails and certain title things and clickbaity this and stuff to have a chance. It's like Twitch is starting to become that that thing that like, you know, just uniqueness isn't being rewarded uh as to be expected with how big it is but i mean the stuff that's being rewarded these days and it being allowed i i just i i i am happy that uh i'm not two years into this and i'm and i want to make it a career uh i'm i'm happy that you know i'm sort of on the the you know i turned 55 you know what i mean i still got lots of life left but I've I've already spent a lot of my time and did my, and did my dues right, so it's like you know the 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 latter part of my my entertainment life being an entertainer, I'm on the latter part, and I will say it makes me sad to think about it, but it's also why I don't get too too worked up anymore because I realize like you know what if this is if this is the new norm and this is this is what it is, you know my time, you know it's time to usher in the new. The new ones, man. If this is if this is it, uh, and I think this is it. Like it's just the new politics of it all. Um, it's sad, but it is what it is, man. We've we've just it's a new era, and it's just like I'm holding on, and I can I can thrive in this era, but it's like, do I really want to? <laughs> do I really? Yeah. Do like, I? Yeah. Do I have the energy? Do I have the energy? Yeah. Like, I. I yeah. You know. It that's kind of it it's kind of you know it's kind of it's very similar to where I'm at where where you know it's it's a mixture of I love doing this so much but I also there's like two parts of the puzzle for me is one is one I have to feel like or there's a couple of things so one I have to I have to be proud of whatever content I'm producing if I'm not proud of whatever content I'm producing I don't want to do it um and if and if whatever meta exists makes it difficult for me to do work that I'm proud of, then it's even less likely that I'm going to go chase after, you know, that thing. Um, the other part of it is, am I making content that people still even want to watch? Because ultimately, I don't think very many people make content in a self-serving mm. manner. Nobody, no. very few people wake up, you know, unless you're doing it as a hobby, like let's say you're, you paint as a hobby or you do some light writing on the side as a hobby, like that's, that's your own personal, you know, whatever. Uh, but you, I think even then, even then a lot of people will do it with the background, you know, thinking the background, you know, I'm doing this cause I also want, you know, I want people to enjoy what I'm making and nobody wants to create something. Nobody wants to cook a dinner, have people sit down, eat it and be like, that ain't it. <laughs> like that's that's not people aren't it was dry it was dry <laughs> it, was, it was it was dry it was dry i'm gonna yeah. be honest uh i thought i was eating turkey lobster's not supposed to taste like that uh so you know that's uh, that's how i look at it as well is, is you know I, as i'm getting further on in mine is i don't mind so much about how many people are watching is as long as i've got people that enjoy what I'm making, that's like the important component for me. So if I'm going to still show up and stream and do whatever, you know, uh, creation type stuff that I'm doing, it's partially because I enjoy doing it and partially because I want, uh, I want people to enjoy it. It's the selfish part of it. You you want people to enjoy it. You don't want people to not like what you're making. So the platform 
in terms of a piece of that, when 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 Twitch first became a thing and whatnot, uh, and and it's the classic trope of the by the people for the people. That's what Twitch was. It was by gamers for gamers. It's the tagline that every fucking the fubu, the fubu of streaming. Yeah, for us by us exactly. But that's what it was, right? It was, yeah. it was, you know, even back then, gamers with hardcore gamers, man. It was nerds. It, it was, was like anyone, the sisters, people, man. the people working at the company, the yeah. people working on the platform. There, there wasn't much of a separation between the two, and uh, that created the culture that made Twitch successful. Because the difference between YouTube and Twitch right now in 2021 is culture entirely. That's it. There's no. Yeah. There's no other defining different, you know, people could say, oh, well, you know, YouTube doesn't have uh, clips for every channel yet, or they don't have like, you know, cheering or, or some other fucking arbitrary fucking mechanic on, on Twitch. The reality is any mechanical thing YouTube is going to have probably within the next calendar year. So and whatever gap, because again, like we were just tr joking about Twitch hasn't innovated dick since about 2016. So Dude, YouTube is you YouTube is doing some good stuff, man. Like they're they're, they're going to catch up very quickly. Yeah, they're doing some good stuff. And so, yeah. but but it's culturally, Twitch will always have that. Of course, at least until we're a few more generations separated from the origins of the platform. So yeah. we're getting to the point where uh where where we're getting close to that separation point where everyone that's on the platform is going to be so new that it's less about the culture and it's just another platform that they got popular on and that's it. Uh, and uh, that's the saddest part for me was watching Twitch shift from a culture-specific, uh, like a positive culture-specific environment to this whatever the fuck. Man, it's turned into it is right stuff, now. Man. It turned into a corporate machine. Um, and, I mean, it is what it is, man. It yeah, is, it yeah. is. What it is. There well, still is, there still is the glimmer that I mean, I still believe in Twitch. I, I, it's not like they're dying or anything like that. I mean, if anything, they're bigger than they ever have been. Um, uh, but you know, some of just some of the stuff they do uh, and allow to happen, it's just uh, it's 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 a meme. It, 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 it's a meme. It's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. It's a, it's a meme. It's a meme. So it is. It is. It is what it, what is. it is. On a bright note. On a bright note. Next week, I'm going to be part of Twitch's uh, 10 year anniversary. Oh, thing. there I you got, go. I didn't even respond to that email. Yeah, I got. I got contacted. They're sending me out some stuff in the mail, mm. uh, and then I'm getting front page next week for the I think the first time since I got married. Exciting. Uh, in 2014. Exciting. So. Um, so it was. You know what? I will say it was nice to been, have been reached out by my Twitch manager and um, somebody else within Twitch to say, hey, you've been a partner for 10 years since inception. You want to be part of this? I was like, hell yeah, I do. I've been waiting to, I've been waiting to, been in, to be invited on some shit. I'm waiting mm. for this. So I haven't been invited on anything since, you know, that... I was that just invited to have them send me some shit. So I, uh, I read that email and I was like, yeah. don't care. Yeah, because I mean nobody's no nobody's contacted me outside of my management, uh the, the, Bro, my my account manager. I don't even uh, have an account manager anymore. No. I haven't had one even when I had like two, three hundred viewers. I haven't had an I haven't had an account manager since about twenty fourteen. Yeah, I just I, I, I have one <laughs> and I just got uh just I just got a new one because I think my other one is moved on to a different uh part of Twitch. But um yeah, I mean, I hadn't been invited in anything since um, 
Exciting. So what are you going to do for your big front page, uh, your big front page? Me? I don't know yet. I might just do, I just might do my regular ass stream, like play some Grand Theft Auto. Probably and the way to do, do a it. Concert and, you know, just do something fun. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much, Wonderful. That's pretty much that. But yeah, it was nice. It was actually nice to be, nice to be included in something. <laughs> it felt good. I was so going to we'll make it. We'll see if it's a one-time thing. It's probably or, a one-time uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, maybe In I fact, it's almost guaranteed it. to be a one-time uh, thing. It is what it is, man. It is yeah. what it is. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was just invited. I, I wasn't invited to anything. They just said, hey, uh, we noticed that you've been here a while. Would you like a package of, of stuff? And I looked at the email address, and I've never received an email from this person ever. Never. Yeah. I looked at it, and it was still under the Justin TV fucking email yeah. list, and I was yeah. like... I don't even know if I trust this fucking e- like I felt I felt like I had to vet the fucking guy before I would have even sent information. Dude, dude I swear I don't like swearing on people's lives, but uh <laughs> I swear. I I felt the same way and I went to the guy, the guy who sent it, I went to his Twitter and I DM'd him on Twitter. Yeah. I said, "Hey, did you send me out an email? I just want to make sure this is real." I didn't like, think hey, to do that. I went to his Twitter, but I didn't think to DM him. I should have did that. I DM'd him, and he said, yeah, yeah, bro, that's me. Because I didn't want to put in, like, all my information no. and all this other fucking stuff. And I don't trust the internet. Because um, ask me if I would have thought that Twitch was going to send me a fucking email about being partner around, being around for 10 years. Yeah. The answer would be yeah. no. They were not going to do that shit. <laughs> so, like, uh, so like, I didn't even trust it when they fucking sent it out. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't either until I, until, I, until I literally vetted it. I had to. That's <laughs> a good idea. I didn't even think yeah. to DM him. I probably should have done that. Uh, the new skate game, which uh, a lot of people are looking forward to, unfortunately didn't uh, or isn't ready to be shown off as early as they had hoped. They didn't have any information on when they're going to have more to show, but they just said that they it was just as much as they wanted to. Uh, they didn't want to show the game in its current sta uh, state, and uh, and so to just you know be patient because they want to get it right because it's been a while since the skate game has come out. And, you know, skateboarding games in general, after the re-release of the Tony Hawk stuff, uh, the people are, were immediately asking, like, I saw a lot of people praising the Tony Hawk stuff, and then immediately people were also like, I want Skate to come back. And so, they just put the studio together or whatever to do this, like, uh, a year ago, January sometime. Uh, like, I think it was 2020 January, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, not quite ready to show that off yet, but they'll have something. Uh, they'll have something, I'm sure, eventually, maybe towards the end of the year. Uh, I, I would suspect, unless we get real lucky. Uh, but hopefully, they they do well. A lot of people, a lot of hopes riding on that bad boy. Uh, and now, Mr. Black, hit me up with the noise of Seto Kaiba. Uh, how does he address Yugi every time he sees him? Yugi boy. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you'd remember the name specifically. Yeah, yeah, no. I didn't know the name until you said Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, and, there and, you and, go. I, and, and it hit me. <laughs> uh, it's time to... Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel is, uh, has been detailed for its release. Uh, this is mm. launching on the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S, Switch, Mobile, your refrigerator, your smart toaster, whatever the fuck they can put this thing on, it's going to be on that device. Mm. Uh, it's basically unifying the trading card game and the original card game 
onto a digital card game experience similar to Hearthstone. Uh, and we'll have a spot on the World Championship Series, uh, amongst other things. So, because the, they have a, they still run like major, just like Pokemon, major global events and, and whatnot all the time. Um, and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is still very popular, very ma- you know, very big scene for Yu-Gi-Oh and, and its card games. And they've been working on this for a, a while because they wanted a way to, to combine everything and uh, give people an experience similar to what you know, Magic the Gathering Online has provided and, and whatnot, and to also make it a little bit more interactive or, or fun to view as a viewer if you're watching the World Championship, you know, of, of the game, similar to when if you were watching Magic the Gathering, you know, having the visual cues and the audio cues and having everything kind of shown that way is... all. I can't imagine who would say they would rather watch, like, two dudes sitting at a table flipping cards over versus seeing... A digital version of that game with like the audio cues and the visual elements that you get in a Hearthstone or something—it's just way more in, uh, engaging in general. So they've wanted to have that as part of the experience and been working hard on on uh, on making that come to uh, fruition. So for those who don't know, like I didn't know, so the the when I saw TCG and OCG, I was like, well, I know what the fuck TCG is, but what the fuck is OCG? So within the world of of Yu-Gi-Oh uh, uh, competitive play. The OCG is like basically, uh, let's call the the Asian quarter. So Japan, I think China, and and, and you know the usual uh, the usual suspects. They have like their own version called the original card game, and then the Western world has the trading card game. And so if you were to let's say go to a tournament where uh, in uh, you know, Japan and you brought your TCG deck, you wouldn't be able to be, you wouldn't be eligible to play, and vice versa. Mm. They're, they're separate entities. So this unifies both. It allows you to have, you know, experience uh, with both of those uh, within, you know, certain obviously have rules and whatnot as to what you can do, similar to, again, Magic the Gathering Online. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I saw a lot of people excited about that in my timeline. A lot of Yu-Gi-Oh fans, I guess, in my social media bubble. Uh, but you know what? I'll probably play it too, because I've never actually played Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, as a trading card game. I've played Pokemon, I've played Magic, I've played Hearthstone, you know, whatever else. I've played several, but I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, and uh, I've always been kind of interested in what that was like. I never even got a chance to really watch any of it, so I'll probably give it a shot whenever it lands. Unfortunately, we don't have an official date for it yet. I I would assume this year sometime. They, that's a lot of information to release and not be popping off at like the end of the year or something, but, uh, but I'll probably give it a, a, a go and, and you better believe that every time I queue up for a match, I'm going to say it's time to do every fucking Perfect. time. Or I'm going to have a macro on my hashtag stream deck. There you go. That plays the sound effect. By the way, the guy that's been voicing Yugi, same dude still today. There you go, man. He's same fucking down. guy been voicing Yugi for fucking like when did that come? Is that the nineties? This man's like pushing thirty years deep. The guy's got his career made right there. He wakes up like you ever think that somebody who like has a character that long just accidentally slips into fucking character in day to day life? Probably not. Really? Yeah, like you don't think it ever just like yeah. accidentally comes out where they just because like you and I when we started casting StarCraft. One thing that I noticed is that when I started having conversations with other people, I'd accidentally slip into like a caster fucking tone while I was describing something or talking, uh, you know, about about something in general. 
Uh, yeah. I'd, I would accidentally slip into it, and then I'd catch myself, and I'd like bring myself back down to fucking yeah. earth. I don't think I've ever done that. I, I think the most I've ever done is I, I started talking louder. So louder like, for just sure. In, just in general, like, yeah. You know, I if I was having a conversation with somebody, I'd be like, "And did you? And did you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, I'm We're right, right here. here. <laughs> okay, all right. Because you know, when you're casting games, you just you're just louder, right? It's just oh yeah. Like, oh, just, you're just. You, the other thing wow. that I noticed that drives mom fucking crazy since I've I've moved back home for a time is she's just like, do you ever shut up? <laughs> you just talk a lot. I mean, listen, you fill dead air. You, you fill I mean, dead air. That's it. All the time. You know, when we're streaming, you know, uh, you just sit near, you just, you got to talk, right? <laughs> so like when I'm upstairs or whatever, I'm only up there for like food or some shit. And I'll just be like grunting, groaning, like uh, like vocalizing, randomly uh, talking about uh, shit. Uh, just like literally whatever I can. It's like I can't have silence for like three seconds. It's gonna like constantly. So yeah, mom was like, "Do you just ever shut up?" Yeah, your mom is so tired of you. She's like, "Get move the fuck out my house. Do you shut up? Do you just do you ever just shut just shut up?" I was like, "Sorry, it's part of the job. It's gonna be difficult to turn that off." Probably come in handy uh, when I start selling some houses, though. There you go. I got that salesman, you know, uh, you know, screaming at you the whole time and and never stopping. Just overload them with information like a used car salesman. There you go. Just fucking like throw a bunch of shit at them and they're like, oh, okay, Dude, I'll buy it. I I, <laughs> I I I actually I I am not looking forward to the day, but I'm also looking forward to the day that mm. I I have a different job um, where <laughs> I can go out. And like, kind of be regular. Um, I know it sounds weird because this is my regular. Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean, I'm always gonna do this, always, like yeah. to some degree, right? But like, I'm not gonna lie. It's just the challenge. The like, bro. Uh, uh, it's like kind of. It kind of gets me excited. Like the more I think about it, like the more I just kind of want to like. It's like, man, if I if if I could if I could just run away from streaming for like one year and then just come back like after a year and everything would be fine. Like I would do that. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah have a normal job and like go out there and just like, and then until he gets sick of it. And then I'm like, okay, I really miss my old job. Like, let's go back. Uh, this was, this was like a little cool vacation. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of but, stuff that you like, you think you miss and then you start interacting with the general and public you're like, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 I don't really know about that, but I think I, <laughs> I think I would enjoy selling houses though. I actually oh, think yeah. I would. I just, I, 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 I just, I think, I, I think I would, I don't think I'd love it as much as this by any means. But no, but it'd be, it'd be doable. Yeah. It'd, be do it'd be doable. Uh, Ubisoft is also on fire. We have lots of things on fire this week. Although Ubisoft's been burning like a uh, uh, like a smoldering fucking fire for months now. Uh, but they're continuing to be on fire just about everywhere. The long-standing Assassin's Creed art director has left the studio this week, uh, marking another major loss post the launch of the last Assassin's Creed game. So basically, after that last Assassin's Creed game came out, everyone internally went, "You know what? I'm going to go sell houses." <laughs> <laughs> then they go back they go back to sell houses and then you get and then and then they realize like damn it let's go and make the biggest assassin's creed project we've ever made in our lives and then some of them are like no i'm gonna stick to selling houses and the other ones are going you know what i don't really like selling houses i'm gonna go into borderline slave labor here and i'm gonna go and make whatever the hell this is yep uh and hate my life while i do it uh so he hated his life enough to get the fuck out uh, so he's got, he got out, uh, at the same time, even more, if that was possible, even more sexual harassment claims have come up 
racial, oh, what's more, racial pay disparity. So, uh, uh, you know, different pay for different races. That's going to be a hot one to go through a court. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how you can prove that. That is crazy. That's a, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big accusation right there. I mean, well, you, you, you would have... prove it. You'd prove it the same way as, as, as disparity between men and women, which at this point has been proven for decades. Uh, and, and many employers have gotten in hot water for still having that, that disparity between two employees at the same job level. One's a male, one's a female. And for whatever reason, the female's getting paid like 15% less than the guy is, and they can't prove it for any reason to be, you know, for good reason. And so they end up getting fucked. Um, uh, so yeah, that, oh, a French ceiling in their Singapore office. That was a discussion that came up again, uh, as well this week. So they have a, a, an office in Singapore, and they're discussing the concept of you can get so far up the ladder within the company, and then uh, once you're once you get to a certain height, if you're not French or speaking it real well, sorry, French ceiling. So and it's it's a it's a play on the glass ceiling. So you get so far uh, up the ladder, and then if you're not uh, French within Ubisoft, ah. Uh, and I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, because Ubisoft is a French-based company in both France and Quebec, uh, most of the people at the top, French. <laughs> so so they're talking about a French ceiling in the Singapore office. Uh, and more. There's just more. I didn't even want to list it all, but we already talked about Ubisoft's fire before. It's it, Just assume it's more of that uh, in terms of all those allegations, and they're going to have all sorts of fucking court claims uh, going through for that whole nonsense. Uh, also... I don't know if anyone even remembers this game, but uh, one it was once an Assassin's Creed expansion, but then it turned into a, a, its own offshoot that was originally shown off in, I think it was 2017's E3. Uh, Skull and Bones. Do you remember seeing that back in the day? So, it actually looked pretty good in 2017. Uh, like I, That was a long time ago now, but it looked pretty good. Uh, a lot of people were interested in the whole pirate thing. You know, Sea of Thieves was also... Uh, a thing around the same time, so lots of hype around pirate-themed uh, games. Uh, it's finally hit alpha after eight years of development. <laughs> eight years to hit alpha. Uh, so not not so hot, uh, but there's more to that. So it's still a complete dumpster fire because internally there has been, according to 20-plus employees that have been interviewed off the record now, um... There has been uh, zero direction since basically day one. People are losing their minds because they've been going to work for five years working on a game that has gone absolutely nowhere uh, and has no direction and no endpoint and nobody knows what they're actually building. They just show up to work and like fucking do like whatever. Yeah, like uh, uh, which you know, I uh, I think the problem is that they're they're doing and redoing assets like three or four times over now because this game's been in development for so fucking long. Um, so, uh, the team is obviously internally fragmented quite substantially where a lot of people are just tired of, of working on this game. It's only an alpha. Um, they have some sort of like legal obligation to complete this game based on some fucking thing they have in their Singapore head office. I don't remember what it is, but they have to make this fucking game happen. Cause it's like a, there was a, a weird, I don't remember the full thing of it, but it was something to do with, there was an actual... And maybe it was to do with, like, employment at the Singapore office or something with the Singapore government, but they have to finish this fucking game. And so there's no choice. Even though this game would have been axed probably 50 times over by any other company on Earth right now, uh, they have to continue to, to push on. Uh, so yeah, Alpha, 
eight years deep. Still nobody knows what the fuck they're doing internally. I'm going to guess that game is going to be a complete mess when it eventually hits. Unless, against all odds, it somehow pulls it off. But to put this into perspective, again, first shown off in 2017, okay? It was supposed to release, because this was supposed to be, an, like, this was basically already kind of like an expansion to Assassin's Creed. So they weren't, like, building from ground up, necessarily. So it was supposed to originally release at the end of 2018. Then it, then it was 2019. Then it was after March 2020. Then 2022. And now, sometime in 2023. For nice. Skull and Bones. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. This is approaching, dare I say, Duke Nukem Forever. There you go. That was 13 years. Can we get... I mean, at 2013... May as well. That's go for it. Our twenty twenty three, I should say. That's like, I think that might actually be pushing thirteen years for them. And yeah, beat the record. Go for it. <laughs> Maybe that's the goal. There's no direction. Maybe somebody internally should just go. You know what? Let's go for fourteen years. Yeah, let's make headlines. Let's make headlines. Literally. Maybe we'll sell it on headlines. Let's do that. That's it. Yep. Yeah. There you go. There's Perfect. your direction. Free of charge. Not to be outdone, Mister Black. Activision Blizzard also on fire. Uh, the California Department, although possibly even more fire than Ubisoft in this regard, uh, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing has filed a massive lawsuit against them for discrimination in several instances. And I, several is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, Mr. Black. Uh, the complaint contains some absolutely wild, uh, some wild stories. So I'm just going to pull this up. I see you just pulled it up as well here. I'm going to... I've already seen all this, yeah. Yeah, so this is insane. Um... For whatever reason, it's not actually letting me pull this up when I click this fucking link. Um, why is this not opening for me? Twitter, please. All right, you know what? Fuck you, Twitter. I'm going to do it manually. I'm going to go to Jason Schreier's Twitter, and I'm just going to fucking scroll down. Because go fuck yourself. The dream. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> defendants have also, defendants being Activision Blizzard, have also fostered a pervasive frat boy workplace culture that continues to thrive. In office, women are subjected to cube crawls in which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward the female employees. Male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for long periods of time during work while delegating all of their responsibilities to female employees, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and joke about rape. That's already a bad start. Sounds uh, like my old serving jobs. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sadly, this is not this is not specific to the gaming industry. It's just this is where it's like making major. I'm gonna headlines. keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. All right. For, first, first and foremost, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume this is true. Um, I mean, though, let's be honest. You know, there's a ninety five percent chance. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe it because it makes like it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> um, but I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna say you know such and such is guilty without their due process but i'm not gonna point a finger at a person but i'll say that this is definitely happening listen i don't agree with any of this obviously um especially the older i get but i'm gonna keep it 100 whenever you get a whole bunch of young dudes working or just dudes 
you know, just dudes in general, but I'm talking about like when you're in your twenties, thirties, even worse. Yeah. You know, this is like prime. This is like prime dude years, you know, like bro years. And obviously you're in an environment where women are outnumbered in general. And, you know, think of, think of the workplace, like Twitch chat. You know, if you go to, you, you go, you go to an ear licking stream and the vast majority of the dude are going to be dudes, right? And they're going to say awful things. They're going to do all now is, is a, maybe to some degree a bad analogy because the ear licking streams kind of ask for this type of behavior without asking for it and then cry that they're getting the behavior. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's baiting, not saying at all that the females in the workplaces are doing that. Although some do some engage in these things. I can tell you from, from experience, um, you know, because they're also young and make jokes and have fun. Um, whether you want to call that fun or not to some people, it is on both sides of the spectrum. Um, but then, of course, it makes certain people very uncomfortable. And when you make per- people uncomfortable, um, it isn't right, period. So you probably shouldn't do it at all. Because if there is the off chance that even one person out of 100 is having a bad fucking time or they're being abused, um, whether physically or mentally or verbally, um, that ain't it. That ain't it. But I will tell you this. The reason why I believe this shit is because you are in an environment of a bunch of dudes, young, in their primes, uh, testosterone flowing. I don't know how many people at a video game development house are testosterone flowing, but they've got some. But you know what I'm saying. You know, I know what you, you know mean. What I'm, you know what I'm saying. I know like, what you mean. Let's let's get let you know we're we're hearing this from multiple different gaming companies, and I'm telling you, spoiler alert. It isn't just the gaming industry. Oh no, it's, it's everywhere. almost it's almost in every single industry. Does it make it right? Absolutely no. not. I'm not saying it does. Uh but this is what happens in the workplace. I'm sure that almost every single person listening to this podcast can relate to these types of stories in their own workplace. So before everybody kind of gives the gaming world a bad rep even though the, the gaming world deserves it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, we're seeing it. We see it on Twitch. We, we see it on like, you know, we see the, 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 the blatant favoritisms and the, 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 the things that go on in, on, in our platform and our world, you know, we've been to, we've, we've been to the PAXs and the, the cons of, of gaming. I mean, we see it. It's literally like right there. I, we've heard the stories. I physically have seen uh, some shit go down that I'm like, uh, probably shouldn't do that. Uh, that's why when I go to the events, when I do all these different things, I just don't partake in any of the crazy. I just go there. I show up. I shake some hands. I take some photos. I hang out. I play some games. I see my friends. We go to eat. We tell to, We tell each other cool stories. I go to sleep. I repeat. Then I go the fuck home. I don't go into the after parties. I don't go into hotel rooms. I don't partake in anything. Because let me tell you something. You don't want to see the stuff that goes on there. Because you see it, you become part of the problem. And next thing you know it, you know, you're you're getting fucking, you're getting ousted as, you know, whether you're the guy or the gal that's doing the stuff or not, you were there. And in a way, you're allowing it to happen. Or you didn't say anything. 
So I just fucking stay the hell away from it. But I'll tell you right now, when I was a 20, 21, 20, 21, 22 year old working at a, at a restaurant and stuff, you know, this is the type, this is the behavior that happens. And a lot of the time, a lot of the time it's acceptable. We don't even want to say it, but it's just the reality of it. It's, it's, it's like, it's the culture of it. It's like, it's, it's just an everyday thing. It's just now we're in more of an heightened, uh, sensitive, sensitive, uh, world that we live in now. It's much different from 10 years ago. I mean, it's night and day. Um, and all it takes is a couple of people to not have a good time and fuck it up, you know, fuck up the show. Uh, rightfully so. I mean, it shouldn't be going on, period. I'm not saying that it, sh- it, 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 it should happen, but uh, none of this surprises me. I hear this, and I'm not, and, and I'm not going, no, I don't believe that. <laughs> Crawling underneath this, probably looking up people's skirts, squeezing butt cheeks, making jokes, talking about the crazy Tinder date you did last night and the crazy stuff that you all did and letting people know that don't really care about knowing because you think it's funny. That all that shit happens, bro. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So none of this surprises me. None of it. So here's here's some uh, here's some uh, some more a, a couple other examples here uh, just to to round this out. So in another example, a female employee who worked at Blizzard Entertainment was assigned to a lower level, denied equal pay, uh, denied equal pay, and passed over for promotion despite multiple factors. That suggested she earned one highly uh, or earned it, and and these are the examples. So one highly rated performance reviews. Two, she generated significantly more revenue in her marketing campaigns than her male counterpart. And three, she has run almost twice as many cam- uh, campaigns as her male counterpart. So this is a this is a, a woman who's got nothing but sterling reviews. Has uh, compared to the person who got the the promotion. Uh, has demonstrated every time that she is uh, generating significantly more re- revenue with her campaigns and has run twice as many campaigns as the male counterpart. But guess who got the promotion? The dude. The dude. Of course. Uh, despite her accomplishments, her male counterpart was invited to have monthly or weekly one-on-one meetings with the vice president. She was not afforded these same opportunities and unsurprisingly was passed over for promotion in favor of her male counterpart. Similarly... Other female employees at Blizzard Entertainment were assigned to lower-level roles, denied equal pay, and further delayed or passed over for promotions in favor of male counterparts who lacked the same experience or qualifications, but who were friends with the male head of the unit. A newly promoted male supervisor delegated his responsibilities to his now-female subordinates in favor of playing Call of Duty. Other male supervisors would refuse to communicate with female employees going to their male counterparts. He's testing the game, Adam. For Making sure. Come on now. He's working, man. Come on. Bro. It's fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> I it's believe nuts. All. Uh, this, I believe all, all. this all is, uh, yeah. Oh, Wait, without, I, believe, I, believe, I believe everything, right? Without I question. Believe, now, I, the worst I, I, the worst example here, and I'm trying to, um, I know it was posted in the, in the comments. There was a couple. There's because I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily have to try and. So there is a part of this 
on, I think it was like the 15th page or some shit, whereby there was a discussion that one of their female employees who had, from what I can tell, what I can tell, shared nudes or lewds with uh, a a male, uh, a fellow male employee, um, with whatever relationship those two would have had. And then those nudes subsequently, apparently, or lewds, got shown to, like, fucking everyone. Got spread to absolutely everyone. And this female employee on, I think, I think it was during a company, um, like, uh, not a retreat, but you know what I mean. Like, a, a it was a, it was a, a, a conference or something, uh, took her own life. This, this female employee. Uh, and then that shit just got swept under the rug, <laughs> got swept under the rug. Um, so, I mean, there's, this is a very lengthy document. If you care about this stuff, it's freely available. Um, there are endless crazy, crazy stories, uh, and, uh, and allegations. Cause if it's listed in this, they've got to actually have proof of this shit. Um, when they go to court, Activision has responded. I think it was the day after and said that, uh, in a lengthy response, uh, more or less said that this was a a rushed a uh, a rushed document that is basically has no is unsubstantial uh, and you know they're basically just none of this is none of this is is framed the right way this is all like nonsense and so whatever but they're gonna uh, apparently they're gonna have to go to court for it one way or the other so yeah I mean once again like you get in one side of the story and I'm sure that we're probably hearing the worst of the worst and you know and 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 but i Bro, I, I, I got i got like i got as much I as believe. i like being impartial because sometimes i'm impartial to a fault where i don't i want to like sit in the middle somewhere i'm going to just be fucking 100% honest here when i say that that i if i was a gambling man which i'm not but if i was i would say that uh, basically everything that's going to be outlined in this document not only did it happen, but it's not even a question of we're one side of the story. The moment that Activision as a company comes out and just blanket says that none of this shit is is real, I don't believe a goddamn word come out of that company's mouth. Zero. They give me they they give me nothing but bad actor in every step of everything that they do as a company and haven't handled anything publicly well in a very long time. And Blizzard's getting ousted, and Activision's getting ousted, and Ubisoft is getting ousted, and they're all, this is all, you can't, you can only look at so much shit everywhere, and we know it's not just the gaming industry, and say, oh, we're only getting one side of the story. I don't think, I don't think that, because a lot of the people that are going to be on this don't even work for the company anymore. So, like, there's not a lot to gain here. I don't think they're going to, they're not going to financially, like, have a, they're not going to become millionaires. Mm. They're not going to be millionaires off of it. They won't. They just won't. The like the the only ones that will get anything would be possible restitution for um for the ones that are uh were passed over for promotion based on what we just gave those examples of they might based on California law if they can prove substantially the claims that they're making um in that regard and even then that will be difficult uh to to do but uh, you know the they might have a leg to stand on in terms of making money, but I don't, I, I gotta be fucking honest. I don't believe fucking anything. These are all like, I, I've not, I've not seen a single CEO in any of these companies that we've discussed 
uh, or high-ranking person, whether it's Riot or otherwise, they've all been they've all been outed as fucking douchebags, like every one of them. So like, I can't possibly sit back and go, oh, well, we need to hear the douchebag side of the story. They're not saying that the, the guys went desk to desk and like fucking teabagged all the women and like rested their fucking nut sacks on their forehead. They're saying that they got fucking drunk as fuck and went like hop, skip and jump in between them and doing inappropriate shit uh, that they would probably not do otherwise, but they were getting away with it because of frat boy culture. And these frat boy cultures have been pervasive in every single gaming company of any kind of, uh, of major degree, whether it's EA or Activision or otherwise, that we've seen for years now. So I can't, while obviously they have to do their due diligence to, to substantiate all of these claims that they're bringing, um, I'll be fucking shocked if any of this is being blown out of proportion or like the one-sidedness of the stories are, are making it way worse sounding than it is like, Oh, we were, well, yeah, we went desk to desk, but we weren't drunk. Like, like I, like I, I don't think it's going to be like a, a substantial difference between the stories, but we will probably find out because this is the California, this is a California body moving in on them. So, uh, it will be publicly available information so much as, as it can be. And uh, as that develops, we will see if anything comes out of it and, uh, and report more uh, as, it, uh, as it rolls through. But I feel for, I feel for not just women, because it happens to men too, obviously just disproportionately to women by fucking miles, but men get sexually harassed too, obviously, uh, and, and, and passed over for promotions and whatnot in other environments. It's just kind of, uh, it, just, it, it does happen. It's just obviously far fucking skewed for the women. Uh, I like, I... How are you not just supposed to feel fucking bad for these women that are busting their ass, performing, like, doing everything that they're, that they could possibly do, and then still get fucking passed over? And it's not like a go work for another company if you don't want to work here type situation, because they're going to, like, experience this in the majority of the places that, the, that they would work, and it shouldn't have to be the case where they have to move somewhere else and uproot their life to be able to try to get to a place where they're not being discriminated against so fucking heavily. But if you actually go in and you get nothing but positive performance reviews, and you outdo your, your, your male counterpart in sales numbers, so money. So now we're talking about the thing, the only thing that a company fucking cares about, money. You're making more money for the company than your male counterpart. And you've done twice the amount of your male counterpart, and they still pass up. I mean, I don't know how, like, I, I don't even know if I, as an individual for me, if I was in that situation... I'm not sure how you don't just feel like insanely defeated and just want to leave the fucking industry. I, I don't know how that doesn't end up being some sort of weird form of gatekeeping. Who wants to put up with that shit? It's like female streamers that are legitimate. Like we call them legitimate female streamers. Uh, I'll just be honest with you. Licking in a microphone on Twitch is not fucking, I don't care what definition Twitch gives you. It's, you're not a legitimate streamer. You're making lots of money and I'm happy for you, but you're not, you're not legitimate. You're causing problems for girls like, you know, uh, ammunition and, and, and other female streamers on the platform that aren't just tits out, over-sexualized intentionally, intentionally for profit, and then they have to put up with the brunt of that. There was an article I just saw today where there's a, a, a girl who's just a streamer on Twitch, and she's, uh, she doesn't, she's not an OnlyFans, she's not, like, doing, like, the whole, you know, uh, song and dance thing, um, she's got, uh, Tourette's and so she has like, out, you know, she has, uh, outbursts of cursing and whatnot, but she doesn't like dress like overtly sexual and do all this shit, but she has like, in, she's, she was talking to, I can't remember what, there's two different publications about possibly just leaving streaming altogether because she doesn't know how much 
longer like mentally she can she can put up with the crazy culture of these immature boys because that's what I'm going to call them they're immature boys on Twitch that don't that go unchecked and then leak out of, outside of Twitch's control into the world of like Reddit where apparently there's entire subreddits dedicated to just hypersexualizing posts of her in various ways that like these immature boys are now like fucking jerking off over and, and whatnot as as some sort of weird thing and like that and that you don't get guy like guys we don't we don't put up with that. There's no like hyper sexy dudes on Twitch that have like entire thirst trap Reddit posts where it's, you know it's a bunch of girls like fucking getting crazy over it. It seems to be very specific to women and the culture of uh, uh, of if we're talking about the gaming industry, the gaming industry. Whether it's from the playing side, viewing on Twitch, being involved in this side or the development side, who the fuck are raising these kids? For real. Who the fuck are raising these these boys that they turn into this shit? Are you fucking, are you, like, how shit of a parent do you have to be that your resulting child in their 30s and a corporate environment is, like, pulling women aside, trying to grab a titty or, or get some views of them breasts for a fucking, not even a promotion, but like, maybe I'll get you to get a little, you get to talk to somebody, and maybe you'll get a little something, something going on here, we can get, make, we work something out. Who the fuck are raising these people? Jesus! Were they the same way? Do they just think it's okay, and so they never actually instilled any sense of literally anything? Morals? <laughs> in their, in their children? Jesus Christ! The fuck is wrong with these people? It's hard for me to comprehend. It was like M is M asked like M's asked me like once before. He's like, "Do you think you'd ever be able to like? Do you think you'd ever cheat?" And I was like, no, "I've literally not once in my life in a relationship of which I've been in relationships other than like literally nine months of my life since the age of seventeen. I've been long term relationship. Not once, not even in university, which was the height of my temptation zone. Was I even like approaching the thought of cheating?" Or, like, approaching a girl that I thought was super attractive and doing, like, this weird shit. Like, not once did that even remotely cross my mind to the point where I can't comprehend why someone internally can go through enough checks and balances in their mind to go, you know what? That's what I'm going to do right now, and it's okay. My mind's telling me no, (laughs) but my body... My body is telling me yes. I don't want to hurt nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get a documentary outlining pissing on minors like 20 years later. It's amazing how that works. It's fucking nuts, bro. I like imagine. It's like imagine you find out like like it's obviously not going to happen. But imagine Kai and is like fucking 25 years old and he's engaging in this kind of shit. Do you feel as a parent, like, what the fuck, where the fuck did I go wrong? Because, like, you had, like, where do you learn it? You don't just learn it, like, willy-nilly and go, fuck it, sexual harassment. Like, that does, like, there's got to be some, like, early on life yeah, I shit. I mean, I think, I, I I mean, that's deep, man. I mean, we could talk about that for a long time. I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, I hear, I hear the frustration. And, it's yeah, crazy. to a degree, I, I mean, to a degree, I, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of it is with upbringing, but I think also there's a lot of pressure. I think that there's 
there's a level of of acceptance. I think sometimes people say and do things out of being uh, out of not knowing what to say and trying to fit in, trying to be cool. Um, not necessarily on the back of their mind as like I'm doing something predatorial. Instead, it's it's more of a confusion uh, where they don't realize what they're doing because they're around it so often and it's almost acceptable. Um, and and to be honest, there's mixed signals. You know, when you do see women on Twitch doing these things and it's accepted not only by the platform, but it's also being rewarded, whether it's monetarily or being showered with gifts or things like that or being talked to via donation or whatever you almost think that it's acceptable it's it's that it that it's it's a it's a, it's normal to do those things and then when you go into different settings and you realize that certain people don't put up with that and that it isn't normal that it becomes a little weird so i think it's i think it's a little bit more than just i mean listen dude i was i was young too and i've done you know, I I I I got a molding of my own penis dildo for a Secret Santa gift. You know, I've done I I have said and done things in school, workplace, um, years and years ago that today, you know, and as an adult, as a as a you know thirty four year old father and stuff, it's a completely different way of thinking. Um. And mainly is because it was the people that I was also around that engaged in these things with me where I didn't know any different. And yeah, nobody felt hurt or abused. At least that's from my knowledge, right? And vice versa. You know, I've had girls come and grab my junk and things and it's never right. You know, you've gone through it as well. It's it's not right uh, by any means. Um, and everybody deals with it uh, differently. But when you're in an environment where... You know, you're making sex jokes or whatever. Um, I mean, even in role play. I mean, you, you hear and see things in role play that um, to, to because everybody's sort of joking that it's acceptable. Um, but, you know, you say certain things to the wrong person that isn't sort of in that same that same wavelength. It can have a totally different meaning and a totally different effect. And, you know, I fully agree. Um, you know, women have a hard time in many, many aspects um, than men. Um, and men do as well. But also, a lot of times, women are also part of the problem. Um, and they are uh, sending signals to males um, that, you know, they enjoy this type of dialogue or this type of attention. And so it it's a weird... It's it it becomes this thing where you're almost programmed to partake in this, and this is how you communicate with women. And obviously, it's the wrong wrong thing to do. Um, don't agree with it at all. But you know, when you're a young adult and you're impressionable, and it's your surroundings, um, I don't think it's as as easy as you know you have fucked up parents and you're stupid. It's it's you just trying to find your 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 way in your place. You know, it's like peer pressure type thing. You know, people. Well, have, well, people there's a different there's a difference between like you're you're 17 years old and you're feeling the so. and the and the peer pressure. So. No, let me finish. There's a difference between being 17 years old and you're and you're finding yourself in your within your social spheres and your social groups, and you do something and invariably, whether it be once or twice, eventually you find out you figure out that that's not appropriate behavior, and you then you have to make the choice whether you continue to operate within that behavior knowing that it's not the appropriate behavior or not, and then that's one thing. Then it's another thing to be like, 
a grown-ass man in your mid-30s and early 40s with life experience of all of those things up to that point, uh, any kind of social norm that has been brought down with you through any means of, of delivery, whether it be your friends, family, uh, uh, literally like fucking pop culture, media, what's being talked about on the news, you find out that uh, that groping is not a no is a no fly zone, uh, and uh, and and doing that shit is is not okay in any context. Um, there's obviously going to be more leniency for a a first time offender in their early to late teen years who are still navigating social cues and social environments versus blatant bordering on could be the parents of 17 year old child doing the same shit within a corporate environment and not at like a fucking club or some shit uh even though obviously it happens there but when your corporate environment is like that it's it's just the way it is i mean uh i've (laughs) I've had that's it i've well i mean you're raised very differently adam i was raised i was raised by people with a brain you're 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 you were raised very differently than most um and so you I know your perception your perception you know of what the workforce is and and what people should and shouldn't do um you know I, I don't think you have the life experiences that a lot of other people have gone through and your environments are very very different um so I can tell you that like you know from 17 18 years old um, the difference if, if you, if you weren't told any better and the people that you hang around with, and then you move into an environment where it's the same type of people, or you move into an environment where maybe you are on the straight and narrow and you are raised in a very specific way. And then you go into an environment that is like that. Um, some people mold into their environment and they feel as though they need to engage in these things to fit in and feel like they need to partake in certain things or dialogue or whatever, or even just withstand it in order to be part of the group um, and and to fit in. Happens in all walks of life and stuff like that. I mean, even if I go into, um, uh, if if I go to a, I don't know, a real estate meetup, um, you kind of mold into your surroundings a bit not saying that there's people there doing fucking you know crazy dumb shit but it it, it's sort of you're 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 a byproduct of your environment and if those environments are there and you're dealing with 20 something 30 something year old males primarily and there are select females um and you're you're in an environment where it's almost you know the parties you know you got young ceos or young not even ceos but a lot of times, yeah, but you young people that are in charge and their way of a good time is to take everybody out to a bar, you know, every month and get fucking hammered and, and eat, you know, expensive food and rack up a twenty thirty thousand dollar bill and just get everybody drunk and have fun. Um, shit goes down, man. It ain't right, but it just, it's the way she goes. And then there's a ton of great guys and gals out there that are doing nothing. Listen, I, I've done stuff with Blizzard. And I'll be honest, I didn't really see much of any of the stuff that they're talking about. I mean, the people that I dealt with were very kind, very proper, very respectable, uh, male and female. Um, I have nothing but good experiences one-on-one with anybody that I've dealt with in Activision, and it was the complete opposite of what I'm hearing here. 
I still believe I still believe that this activity goes on or has gone on, and I would believe it if it was Blizzard Activision, if it was XYZ company, because when you got so many of these aged people, this is what happens. And the only way to stop this is to have real management that comes in there and fires the living fuck out of idiots that do this stuff and think it's okay. Male and female. Because it's both sides of the spectrum. Um, but th- they, need to, they need to have... They, they, you need proper leadership. And until that happens, this shit is just going to keep running rampant. It ain't never going to stop. Yeah. Sadly. Oh, the problem. The problem is, I think the problem is, is that the stuff that keeps keeps it from prop what what we you would call proper management from getting in place is that the culture there is what determines the management in the first place. It's the the people going out replacing themselves with with people within that same culture. So like the the people that are there are replacing themselves with other people that are in that same group to begin with. It's a perpetual. It's yeah, a perpetual yeah. machine. It's about who you know, man. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, per- it's a perpetual. People. It's a perpetual machine. You so know? like, and they, like, listen, man. For every, for you know, even for for the for this this woman here that outperformed the guy, I guess I got the promotion or whatever. There are a ton of guys that probably outperformed this guy as well, or outperformed this girl that also didn't get the promotion. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a multi way street. And my guess is, is it's probably more about who you know and what shoulders you're rubbing against than it is about sex. It just so happens that, you know, it's a it's a talking point. To not say it, it's not happening is would be dumb of me to 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 suggest. But it's not like the females or the female here is the only one not getting the promotion, because for every one female, there's going to be dozens or hundreds of males as well that also didn't get the promotion it just so happened that one male over the other what happens about a a male that is minority or not minority or you know we could play this this game all day long well for me for me for me is like it's all it, it all starts at like the source right so like by the time you get into a culture in in a corporate environment the culture is made up of individuals, and the and, and the individuals are individually part of the source. And the and so, you know, for me, um, for me anyway, and everyone will have a different a different stance on it. But for for me, um, I I personally, and and whether it's a hot take or not, or if it sounds fucking wild or assholeish. Um, you know, once you're, once you're into full, like you're well into adulthood in your fucking thirties, uh, you know, even you're fucking 25 years old and older, but especially into your fucking thirties, my leniency for doing stupid shit like this and then saying, oh, well, I was just, you know, I was confused and it's the culture and I'm just trying to fit in and I don't want to, you know, lose my job or whatever. It doesn't, doesn't no, it's not that it doesn't make it right. It's not only that it doesn't make it right. Uh, but I just don't, I just don't, I don't want to hear it. You're just, uh, I'm just going to call you a fucking idiot. Uh, and I'm going to say that you're probably a, 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 you were part of the problem. You're sexual harassment. Like if you're doing, especially if you're not, it's one thing to, 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 to not call it out when you see it because you're afraid, you know, that's a different problem entirely. Uh, it's when you're doing it actively, when you're the one doing it. I don't care what fucking goddamn culture you're part of at any company. You start sexually harassing the other sex, whether you're a male or female, you're a fucking idiot. And you are unequivocally the biggest part of the problem 
And I and there's no like like I don't like I I wouldn't care about sap stories and this and that and oh I saw Bobby doing it and so I thought because my reaction to I saw Bobby doing it and and I saw Timmy doing it and John doing it and so I was just doing it because you know I uh, it was just something that that seemed to be accepted. Uh, my reaction to that is what are you fucking for? What like what kind of weird fucking like are you a sheep? Do you have nothing? Do you have no backbone? Do you have no critical thinking skills? Can you not think on your own? You're not your own person. Just because these guys are out here fucking making sexual, inappropriate sexual advances on women, or these women are making inappropriate sexual advances on men, that suddenly it's like, oh, well, that's okay here, specifically. You know, if I were to go outside and do it, I could actually get charged, but, but you know, and, 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 and serve time for this kind of shit. But since it's, since it's kind of accepted here at the workplace, I've seen the other people do it. I'll just do it and it's fine. I, I I have no no sympathy for that shit. I, I think. No, I, I think, agree. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, if you're going to sexually assault somebody, then you know you just, should just be fired. I mean, you should just be fired. I mean, just flat out. Um, but you know, once again, there's there's extreme levels of it, and then there's like stuff where it's like. Is this really sexual harassment? I mean, depending on who you ask. Yes, of you course. Know I mean? There have been so there like, have been noted times where where so, whichever I, party that's saying it happened to me has certainly stretched the means in which they were trying to say it happened. Um, I mean, I mean, listen, dude. I, I, there's been many a times where I've been at the work workplace, and I'm like, <clears throat> you know, you 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 damn, you look you, you're looking good today. You know what I mean? Like, you know, giving a compliment. And you know, some some women would be like, "Yo, that's harassment. I don't don't talk to me like that. I didn't ask. I didn't ask you how." And then other women are like, huh, "Thanks. I mean, yeah, you like the outfit." And it's like, "Yeah, damn right, I like like the outfit." You know, is that sexual harassment? I mean, it it it's up to debate. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it it it's it's just one of those things, man. It, it's just one. It's just one of those. It's one of those things. I mean, obviously. I'm 34 and married now, so I don't say anything to any any women uh, really at any time. So I don't have to worry about any of this now. I mean, I'm I I love it, man. I've been locked down. I haven't I haven't even thought about making any advances on women, you know, in a decade. So you know, uh, for me, I'm like, hey, I'm in the clear, man. You know, if I was a single if I was a single guy all this time, man, oh my goodness gracious, dude, I'd I'd probably be sweating in 2021. I'd probably be sweating. I'm not gonna lie, not because I'm a predator. But just because, like, I'm an outspoken guy, you know, it's like, how do you get, how do you, how do you get with a girl in 2021? Do you have to use Tinder and swipe so that you know they want to fuck, or can you actually approach a woman and t- let her know, like, you are beautiful, like, yo, <laughs> you know, give a brother a chance, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me take you out, you know. In 2021, man, you go to the wrong woman and do that shit, you know, you in trouble, you are in trouble. You are you are in you are in trouble. You go to the wrong one. I think the problem with those situations oftentimes ends up being the uh, if the response is no, it's the persistence that happens afterwards that eventually precipitates that being a problem. I don't think so. Some, I don't think so. Some 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 will go directly to and skip directly to that's harassment. Yes, a I'm lot, not, a lot, I'm especially not when they're on an agenda and they're on their feminism stuff. I think it's more about how attractive is the person that's saying it to me. It's, well, it's, but you know, ultimately, you know, once again, that is still, it's a problem, you know, it's a problem. It's a fucking problem because then some women are like, yes, I want a man that's going to come up to me and pursue. And then you get these mixed signals, you know, sometimes you have somebody at the workplace that is into this sort of flirtatious, all, you know, buildup and it's acceptable. 
And then you think like, okay, maybe I'll do this with another one. And then it, you do it and it's the complete opposite uh, reaction. And now you're the predator. I use the word predator. You it de- know. it but, definitely but does make a case for using dating apps to kind of like avoid. The, the, but the that's fucking- what it is, man. That's it's, it's, uh, you know, I know we're doing a lot of hating on men here, but like, you know, it ain't, it ain't an easy world to navigate through right now. It no, of isn't. course. No, no, of course it's not. It's just, it's just, it just is not. not, you know, and I'm not the type of guy that would want to go and just swipe to find something. Uh, I'm the guy I'm old school, man. I'm old school. I had to go out. Like there was no such thing as Tinder. Facebook was just, becoming a thing in my in my prime you know before i before i settled down you know it was all about going to the karaoke bar or going to the bar or whatever and going up to a girl and letting her know she's fine as fuck and you know like that's just what it was man that shit i'm not sure that shit flies now or at least don't fly for a certain group of people i mean the worst case scenario i got was like nah bro that ain't happening like all right (laughs) it is what it is you know, some people are like, oh, shit. Oh, you're Maximus Black? Oh, you came up to me and told me I, I have a fat ass? Or, you know, without saying I had a fat ass and I and I look good? Oh, man, you're going to be on Reddit tonight. <laughs> that's, you know, that's... that's Yes, some have an agenda for sure. There's no two ways around it. Uh, well, it is, man. You know, you know who else should probably have an agenda? Amazon's game department might not be a bad one to, to have a, an actual agenda. They haven't put out a game that actually is playable in a long time. And they finally got one out that some people are, are in fairness, playing right now. It's called New World, Jeff. It's called New World, and the, uh, the, the biggest headline doesn't seem to be whether or not New World is actually a good game. So much as it's currently bricking 3090s. So uh, the, everyone's best guess is that because the uh, frame rates are unlocked in the menus in this game, it is unfortunately and in some, somehow uh, bypassing a lot of the safeguards that graphics cards have these days to avoid power spikes that are damaging. But if you unlock the frame rate in any game and there's literally like almost no frame cap, and let's say you're running something at thousands of frames per second, a graphics card has to, like, you have to, that ramps the power up that the graphics card is using. And if it happens really quickly, it's a power spike. And if the safeguards don't do their job properly, you're blowing the card. That has been happening for whatever reason, most specifically with 3090s. I suspect it's because the 3090s as a card architecturally are already pushed to their fucking limits anyway. And so you, they don't have a lot of room to give. And then as soon as you, like, fucking sneeze on it with a lot of power at once... Uh, these cards are just blowing up, and New World seems to be the one that's doing it, and there have been a lot of cases of people saying, hey, Amazon, shout-outs for bricking my $3,000 graphics card. I appreciate Rip. it. <laughs> so, uh, so I can't actually tell you whether or not the, the, the game is good. All I can tell you is that uh, don't play it if you have a 3090. Not that there's a lot of you out there, but if you are out there, don't do it. Uh, Amazon came out and said, you know what? It's not the game, guys. It's not us. But we're still going to patch the infinite, uh, frame thing in the menus anyway. And watch, as soon as that's patched, I bet you the cards stop stop bricking. (laughs) And then Amazon will be left holding the bag going, oh, wait, shit, maybe it was, maybe it was the game. Our bad. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is Amazon's first real major thing. They didn't really have, other than I think it was like the, uh, what was it the the Top Gear game or whatever the fuck? Not no no not Top Gear because it was the old the Top Gear guys. Um, 
Uh, oh shit! What's their what's a grand tour? Uh, they had that game, I think, was about as close to a video game as they've had. So this is like their first major release. Not the kind of uh, publicity that you want uh, on the uh, the first major release of your game. But there you go. Uh, also, most of the streamers I went to go watch to see if the game was good, just farming. That not fighting? No, actually, just just literally running around collecting materials. So uh, look boring as fuck to me. Uh, unfortunately, also in the, in related news to that, uh, streamer, uh, one of the streamers on Twitch received a permanent ban in the game after they finished milking a cow. So you milk cows in this game, apparently, is the thing that you can do. So she milked cow, and as soon as the milk bottle appeared up on the screen that she had successfully milked said cow, the game then spat out an, em uh, a fucking error, or, or a message, I should say, that, that said, uh, that she'd received a permanent ban. Sadly, the word permanent was spelled incorrectly on top of all this, adding insult to injury. Uh, and, uh, and, and nobody could figure out why she got banned, because she was just playing the fucking game. Apparently, it doesn't want you to milk cows. So, uh, luckily for her, Asmogold, uh, who, uh, relatively high-profile streamer these days, to say the least, uh, caught wind of this, and, and to get the ban reversed, had to go directly to a dev and talk to the dev, and then they unbanned her. And then started working, I guess, on a fix for the great cow milking schemes of 2021. So, great start to uh, New World. Uh, incredible all around. Uh, and that's all we got for gaming news, Jeff. It's more of a, it's more of a philosophical discussion on, uh, yeah. on, uh, on men and women idiots, doing idiots stupid shit. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, here we are. And now what I need you to do. I need you to sell me some stuff that I probably already have, but maybe I want to buy some more anyway. Uh, NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, make sure you guys head on over to nordvpn.com slash OTT. All right? I want you to use that promo code OTT. All right? Guys, listen to this. Can't make this up. Right now, for a limited time, you get 73% off. Plus... Four free months. Not one, not two, not three, but four bonus months. Damn. And you get a two-year plan. So you're almost getting two and a half years at 73% off um, for the price of the two-year. Damn. Uh, you got a little extra promo going on. So if you haven't already picked it up, now's the time. I actually don't see it getting any better than this. Uh, so make <laughs> sure you head on over to NordVPN.com. I don't know what competitor OTT. put a crazy discount up, but somebody must have gone deep for this to happen. They must they must have gone cray-cray. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Uh, but yeah, go check them out. Watch region-blocked uh, content on the internet. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. Uh, it's 2021. Get a VPN, man. Everybody's got one, literally. And if you don't, well, you're one of the people that, you know, everybody, I guess, doesn't have one. And you probably should so that you can join everybody else. That's right. You know, peer pressure. Be the peer pressure. Exactly. We talked about that. <laughs> be part of your environment. Everybody else got one. So why don't you go ahead and get one, too? All right. And you won't be accused of anything when you do it. At the end of it, uh, this 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 is a sound life choice. This it is. is a very sound life choice. All right, with up to six simultaneous devices, you only need one account per household, um, and you know you can uh, you can watch different regions of Netflix if you just want to check out the new, different catalogs. Say if you're in a country that has really crappy selection, you know, morph yourself into an American, watch some American Netflix. All this. For less than a cup of coffee a month. I know you got it. All right? I know you got it. As the Hodge twins would say, it's damn near free. All right? Who ain't got 10 cents a day? 
I know you got it. <laughs> I want my money. I haven't heard the Hodge twins in a hot minute. Dude, I am. I love me some Hodge twins, man. <laughs> I love me some Hodge twins, man. I, uh, I binge all their stuff, man. I've watched hundreds of hours of their shit. You know, they've got, they've got their, they've got their little conservative twins things that I, that I can take or leave. Um, but you know, the other stuff, the Ash Hod twin stuff, man, that shit is fucking, that shit is gold. So yeah. Elgato uh, though, out here, out here crushing it. Bro, Elgato has got products coming out of every angle possible. All right. We got the new webcam. I, by we the got, way, I almost described that webcam to perfectly. a T. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely go and check out. Go to click on the Elgato <laughs> link underneath. They have got so many new products, man. We get we got mic arms. We've got um, phantom powered um, audio interfaces. So we've let me got... describe that for somebody, just so they, in case they don't know. So everyone knows right. about the Wave products, the Wave One, the Wave Three, and how it comes with software and you can do audio routing and all sorts of fanciful stuff with that. So they looked at that and they're like, "All right, we can do that as a one a one stop solution for somebody who who doesn't maybe have a microphone already, or they're happy with this level of you know microphone quality. But what about all the people that are uh, again peer pressure and they." Desperately need a Shure SM7B in their life because literally every fucking person on earth on Twitch is buying a Shure SM7B. What about them? We need a solution. And so they came out with this, uh, with this new, uh, product. What is it called? The Wave, uh, it's, it's, uh, the... The XLR? Wave XLR, is that what it is? Pretty sure. Pretty so, uh, it's more or less, it's more or less all the features that you would have gotten with that, with that, you know, Wave microphone, except... It's a an XLR plug and play uh, yep. audio interface, so you can you can upgrade and have a better microphone for yourself, whether uh, it is an SM7B or uh, or something else, and and uh, and get all that same kind of uh, software uh, support that they have with the other Wave microphones uh, as well. Uh, and uh, I've listened, I heard a couple of reviews. I wanted to hear what the preamps were like on it. Uh, because I know what the pre's on the Go XLR are like as uh, as an example, as a competitor. Now, these aren't directly competing products because the Go XLR tries to do like a bunch of other physical button stuff with faders and, and all that kind of nonsense. So they're not directly competing, but similar enough. I wanted to hear the preamps. The preamps are pretty good. You know, even without, even without, let's say it was, uh, like I saw one tested with an SM7B since it's the microphone everyone fucking uses. Uh, and uh, even without a cloud lifter or, or a fed head in the, in the chain, it still powered it well enough that it didn't sound like smashed assholes. You know, it, it obviously it didn't sound like, you know, it didn't sound like you went out and bought like a dedicated high, like hi-fi type, Apollo twin. <laughs> you know, like an Apollo twin or like a, or like a $1,300, like a, uh, Audient or, or even, you know, some of these other dedicated systems, but for like, by the time, so the important thing for streaming stuff is for a lot of people is that by the time you take into consideration, most people don't even have sound treatment well enough in the room, which by the way, Elgato also sounds or sells, I should say, um, or they don't have the microphone pointed at them the right way. Like it's an SM7B, but they're talking into it. Like Jeff's talking into his Neumann right now, which makes me fucking oh, fuck. I hate it so much. Uh, uh, or they just don't know how to gain stage. And so they're just fucking like cranking shit, uh, at the, at, at the amp or whatever. It just sounds like, like ass by the time, even if you know what you're doing and you do all those things and then it's, and then it's, it's turned into like, uh, AAC format to be streamed 
over the internet to Twitch, and you're somewhere between, depending on what kind of streamer you are, 64K and 192, and it's mixed with game audio, the odds of you hearing the difference between that preamp quality and, let's say, something that's four times more... It ain't, you're not zero. likely to fucking hear the uh, the average person definitely it's not going to hear it because they're listening with fucking Apple earbuds or it's yeah. on their phone speaker. It's just it's just zero. So you get like you know seventy seventy five percent of the way there for very little money. Plus get all of that that wave software back end uh, and and be able to use whatever microphone you want. And that's a, a hell of a uh, uh, they know the market. A, uh, yeah, they it's a hell of a thing. Listen, they know their market. You know, I use an Apollo Twin, but I also am using a Neumann, right? So, you know, somebody like me, you know, it's 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 not it's not something that I'm going to run out and replace my audio setup with. But I'm also a recording guy that does m- music. Mm. Um, so, like, you know, and not saying that I can't do it with that. You, you could, good, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm not about to like, you know step step down um you know to do that but for most streamers everyday streamers and even non-streamers like say you use the shore uh microphone or any other phantom powered microphone um and and if use the at2020 xlr whatever um this is an amazing product at the price point that is going that is going to be perfect for you um, and you, there's, there really isn't competition out there that if you want the ability to sync sort of everything else with all your Elgato products, um, and have that, you know, sort of wave support, uh, infrastructure and ecosystem, this is the show. I mean, this is absolutely the show. And you know what else, how, and you, when you say they, they really know who they're making these products for, and they really are making them for streamers specifically. And you can tell this by looking at the microphone arm that they just released. So the microphone arm they just released, most streamers, if they had a choice, would prefer to have the mic arm behind their monitor if they could get away with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Or at the very least, if it's off to the side, having an extra pivot point, which no fucking mic arm has. Jeff's like an articulating arm like Jeff's articulates at the elbow for uh, for height, uh, and you can swing it in and out. But it uh, having an actual, yeah, I got like uh, this little thing. And yeah, you get, but it. that's still that's still basically yeah. just vertical. So like having one extra pivot point is an enormous uh, yeah. help in in positioning a microphone for streaming, where you've got all this shit in front of you and you're trying to navigate a streaming setup. Uh, they did that with a boomer, and so yeah. uh, you know they really do know. You know they're making they're making good uh, they're making good products, and and the the webcam was almost exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's also you know, if, if you're still buying a webcam in 2021, that would be the webcam to buy now uh, for the price. If you can get it at MSRP, um, you know, 4K is is mostly useless for a stream because your web your your webcam is like this, this fucking big. It doesn't matter, it does, on, it and, and it doesn't matter yeah. really. Uh, and you can with right the right lighting, it will still look really good. Um, and it's and it's for people that want a plug and play solution because the. The, the the like the best solution would be go buy a secondhand fucking um uh a GoPro and plug it into a uh, an HDMI input like the Elgato's uh uh HDMI input for for DSLRs and for $75 more probably than this setup 
you get better quality, but you still have that you're buying more, you're spending more money, and it's another it's another HDMI input that you're dealing with versus just plugging it in and fucking going. And yeah. so this was a very good uh, a very good product for them to to put out as well. Uh, and I suspect if they're if if this sells really well, other webcam manufacturers will also start to look at at plug Logitech. and play. Logitech. Well, man, Logitech gonna, is well. They already know. have. They're pretty much already the gold standard right now. Yeah. But you know, Elgato is going to disrupt the the webcam market yeah. now. I mean, it's it's uh, that's yeah, what, what I'm they did for. is exactly what I was hoping for. It's like I want a yeah. mini, D, like a cheap mini DSLR type real glass, which is what yep. they did. They have a Sony processor on it, which is amazing. Uh, so it does color accuracy and sharpness really well for the size of this thing. I still think so. It's it's what I would imagine. I still think there's a market for somebody to go a little bigger, use it USB C only, so it has the throughput and not just rely on 3.0 like USB 3.0, but 3.1, 3.2, and uh, and still have it be plug and play, but be a little bit beefier for 3.99, and and proper like even more proper glass to get it closer to an actual DSLR but still be plug and play cuz there's more than enough data throughput on a USB-C cable to make that happen and it, power our, the webcam. It's our first webcam, man. Don't count them out. Oh, it's coming. It's, our, it's, it's because you know, you know what? Plug and play is going to win every, every single time. time for the majority 100%. of people fucking doing this shit. So 100%. 100%. So yeah. Anyway, Elgato is, extended. That's like a really long Hey, that was a long solo for Elgato. If you want to head on over to patreon.com/lighttv and give us money, you, you know, you yeah, go. we don't have real glass. You know, we don't have a Sony processor. We don't articulate as well in our limbs as we used to. But we do this podcast. And if you want to support it financially and get a couple of perks uh, as well, then head on over there and uh, and give it a look-see. And now it's time for the very long list of... Movies and TV. Jordan Peele posted uh, up his movie poster for his next uh, thriller film, Mr. Black, called Nope. Great. Starring Daniel Kaluuya. Do you know how to Is it Kaluuya? Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Uh, I actually don't know how to pronounce that. It's two U's, and I'm not sure if you're supposed to pronounce them separately. Uh, Kiki Palmer. Kaluuya. Yeah. uh, And Stephen Young. It's the guy who played in his... his, uh, um, Get Out? uh, Yeah, Get Out. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to watch shit out of it. I mean, it's totally yeah, 2022, okay. but Jordan Peele uh, has uh, has not missed yet. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he hasn't just had a minor hit. I mean, when he when he he's hit hard pretty much every time. So yeah. uh, I will definitely be interested in that. Other than that, uh, do you have anything that's popped up? Nothing really. Did man. you watch Inside yet? Or are you still watching? Friggin' I still haven't. I too hot to handle, or whatever the fuck you're. No, no, we we've been done too hot to handle. We watched <laughs> we watched season one of uh, of Man- Manifest. Now we're gonna take a break from that ah. uh, before we jump into season two. And we're so gonna how was how watch. was the finale of the first season then? How did they wrap that up? Or was it was it like uh? It was you know it was like it was like it was like daytime. It's like daytime TV type thing where it's just like nothing wrapped up, and it was just like you know oh my god I can't believe they ended it here, you know. Uh, type thing, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we we're gonna watch um, Loki. So we only watched the first episode of Loki. Oh now yeah, we're, we're only finish. two episodes. I think Em and I are two episodes or three episodes in, and so we got to yeah. finish that too. Yeah, so that's that's probably gonna be the next thing we watch. Uh, is is Loki? So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, movie news. There isn't there isn't Dead. much going on. Like Black Adam finished filming, so that's done. And uh, AMC just bought out a couple of uh, theaters. And um, 
Oh, you know what? Dwayne The Rock Johnson congratulated Fast and the Furious and uh, and said, have fun in the uh, rest of the movies that I won't be in. Yeah. yeah like, he felt it uh, necessary to come out and, and say, well, I won't be in these movies. Well, he did because Vin Diesel uh, did an interview, and Vin Diesel said something in the lines of, um, you know, I was I was tough on the crew on the I think the the Fast and the Furious one that The Rock was in and stuff because he wanted to push people and he knew what they they you know that that what he could get out of them and stuff and The Rock um was asked at an interview at a at um a press junket for his new thing with Emily Blunt for Disney Oh that like western thingy Oh, that 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 famous ride that they have at Disney World, and he did a movie for them. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know. I I can think. I can yeah, see so, it in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the uh, one of the people interviewer asked, like, "Hey, what do you think about Vin Diesel saying that, like, you know, he pushed you guys and stuff because because Vin Diesel like produces these movies and stuff. Like, he's yeah. a big part of this. Yeah." this franchise right it's like basically his franchise yeah and um you know obviously him and the rock have have been button heads and haven't really seen eye to eye probably just two alpha dudes like you know you're not going to tell the rock what to do right and the rock ain't going to look bad like there was even a thing where they you know contractually they had to like take hit so each many other punches. the same amount of times and all this other that's actually shit, right? remarkably common believe it or not, for like action movie yeah. stars because they have to maintain their their image. Their image, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the, that was when The Rock laughed. Like, he started laughing, and he basically, like, snuffed it off and said, basically, that's a, that's a joke. And I, listen, I'm happy that the Fast and the Nine opened well for them, and I wish them all the luck in the future Fast and Furious films, but, you know, it's going to be without me. <laughs> the, Rock know, and, the Rock and Vin are not friendly, are, no. are not friendly whatsoever. No. 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 And it's like so. one of those things, it's like, it's not surprising. Like you said, it's definitely like some, you know, I hate even using those terms, but like the alpha male bullshit, but they, it, but I, it's also, it, and, and it's like, I don't, I don't like, I don't necessarily know if I slot Vin as an alpha male type, but I do know that that franchise is his baby. So he's going to treat yeah. it like a child. And you so know the rock's alpha. The rock you is definitely, if Fuck. the rock shows up, the rock has to be the center of attention. He has to be 100%. the big, you know, big man on campus. That's, that is the rock. Uh, he's had that treatment since, you know, fucking 2001. So yeah. uh, he's going to, it's all he knows. He doesn't yeah. know anything else. All he knows is steroids and being the center of attention. Those are the two yeah. things that he knows and tequila. I guess he wanted three. Can't forget his tea. Yeah. He's is, got his new tea. He's got his new tea. You, you, oh, he does you tea now. Heard, you haven't heard Not just testosterone, the, but tea? Uh, is it, is it, is it, <laughs> sure, is it tea guys? I'm pretty sure it's like an energy drink, right? It's like a, an energy tea. Or some like cold. Uh, it's like an energy drink. You're drinking uh, liquefied babies. Zoa. Yeah, it's called Zoa. Oh, this- that we've talked about it before. I didn't know that was supposed to be tea. I thought that was just I- an energy drink. I thought it was like an energy tea or something. Oh, I, I don't oh. fucking know. I, don't, I got. I don't fucking know at this point. Roy, um, Roy Cola. <laughs> but that guy. That that guy. That guy in every video, he's like, you know, he's he's with his daughter, right? Fucking chilling with his daughter and yeah. singing, just singing. Uh, hey, it's okay. It's okay. And it's he's got his. Okay. He's like. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for making this the number one seller in North America. Three weeks in a row, I'm the rock. One second. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. You're welcome. We got my new headphones. They got a bull. 
You're welcome. He's that's, so commercialized. It's is, hilarious to me. Dude, everything this guy does, man, it's he's pushing so product, fucking man. commercialized. He's fucking pushing product, bro. He could be he could be filming himself taking a shit and he'd open up a can of Zoa and like bro, crack I it. can't even take him seriously anymore because it's just all so commercial that it's like a parody at this point. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Somebody on SNL or something. Oh, hundred percent gonna to run with just, that. Needs to fucking oh, read this God. guy a little bit. You need you need to poke fun at this dude. But everybody loves him so much, right? They just leave yeah, him alone, right? Yeah. Like, and he's such a good dude, too. Like, he just does so much good shit. They're just like, all right, you know what? <sighs> so fucking commercial. But yeah, like, Dude, I can understand. I can understand that. This is, you know, Vin, it's been Vin's baby for, you know, yeah. most of his career, right? So, uh, you know, and he's had success outside of the franchise, but but as soon as this franchise took off, that's been, like, the one focus for Vin is is this thing. You know, he did the Riddick series, did really well for him, and he had some other things that he was involved with before, but... Really, this is the key. So for and, him, and this is does, his baby. And he does Groot. I mean, you know, that's true. I forget. Fuck, he's just, he does Groot. Dude, he's in, dude he, Vin Diesel's Vin Diesel. Vin got Diesel's money, the guy man. that's not like at the like you don't see him. Oh, he's up in the shadows all the man, time, but moves. he is just like yeah, he's making moves, man. The only time you see him in the front is Fast and the Furious. That's it, you know. But everything else, man, he's 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 not moves, DJ man. Khaled. Every time he shows up on a thing that he's involved with, he doesn't scream his own name. That's the, mm. that's like the difference. The Rock, though. Definitely DJ Khaled. <laughs> Every time. DJ Khaled! All right, let's go. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, it's time for uh, tech support. <laughs> Patreon.com slash lag TV. You can ask some questions. We answer them for $10 or more a month because capitalism. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Except for the late stage capitalism we're currently experiencing might be a bit of a problem. We might need to tweak it a little bit. Capitalism is definitely amazing. We could maybe turn some knobs. We don't need to like flip it on its head, but maybe a couple of knobs could be turned. Maybe we, we don't need we don't need giant penis shaped rockets going into almost space. We could probably do better with <laughs> probably do better with that. I think I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think I think I think having a I mean we we went to the a- we went to the moon like fucking fifty years ago and we're praising a billionaire for spending like a bajillion dollars to get to almost space to come back down and then and then when he remember I actually we talked about this the last podcast where we talked about it where I said my hope is that when it is commercial and people do go up and see Earth from that view that they go oh my god all of our problems are fucking stupid. This is the like. Why was I ever even concerned with this shit? The world is. We gotta. We gotta do something. We gotta protect this fucking planet. This is our baby. Because that tends to happen to everyone that goes up and sees the Earth from that range, right? He goes up. He says it. He even makes reference to it during the interview when he comes down, where he's talking about how fragile or whatever. And then he see pitches. He pitches his next business idea that I guarantee he's already working on right now, which is we've got to take all of our waste on Earth and find a way to just send it into space. And I just said, nope, fuck this. Capitalism is dead to me. This guy is a fucking idiot. He sounded like a four-year-old talking about it anyway. He was the least eloquent speaker I think I've ever heard in my fucking life. Especially, like, so profound, you'd think he'd be, like, mind-blown. He just went to go up and, and do what only a handful of people have ever done. Comes down and he goes, you know what? Business plans! Let's send our trash that I'm mostly producing into space! <laughs> and I just checked the right the fuck out. I do think it'll be great to get people up there and see the Earth for that very reason, but I don't I, I don't know if I don't know if uh if 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 Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin 
were necessarily the best ways for that to participate, you know, precipitate. I think, it, I think it was the best way possible, personally. <laughs> and the reason why I do is, is I don't care who necessarily who's on there, but, you know, if some of the most powerful people in the world are going on a rocket and feeling safe enough to do it and coming home, it's going to allow the public to go, hey, listen, if this guy is willing to put his life on the line and he's got everything and, you know, he could buy the moon, um, and he's willing to go up in space and he does it su successfully. I think it's a symbolism of where we're at. You know, it's one thing to talk about, you know, hearing an astronaut and seeing NASA go to space, but it's a whole nother thing when you see somebody like that, that's willing to put it all on the line and put trust in, in the system and the technology and to go out and do it. I think it, I think it's world changing. And I think it's, I think it's going to have a lot of people um, feeling much safer to do these types of things. And it's going to give a lot of confidence um, for other businesses to get into this field um, and and keep doing the thing. I think what they did was pretty amazing. I think I, I, I'd much rather have them have done it, some of the most recognizable and powerful people in the world uh, with everything to lose, literally, um, go out and do that and sh in front of the world, basically be naked and say, like, listen. Well, I mean, I again, blow, they I didn't go into space space. They went into, they dude, went into, they dude, didn't they even go into. The rocket. They strapped a rocket on the back of their fucking, uh, on the back of their ships. And they went further than anybody has ever gone. Uh, Commercially. Outside of NASA. Yeah, yes. Outside of NASA. They're everyday people. Or SpaceX. And everyday, and not even just everyday people. These are, once again, some of the most powerful people on the planet and they're doing it and they're risking it all in front of the world with every camera on there. Uh, I think it's, I think it was an amazing thing for uh, humanity in general. And uh, also many, many businesses out there, put your biases aside about who the hell was in there. Uh, it was it's not, it's not who uh, was in there. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it I, was what he get, what his takeaway was uh, when he came dude, back dude, down. The guy That's is what, so, the guy is so incredibly wealthy, dude, that like he doesn't even know what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Like he's going to say and do dumb shit, bro. He's not even on our wavelength. Like, you know, his his way of thinking, he's so it's so ridiculous that like, you know, these type of people, you know, you had a, you have a conversation with Elon Musk and this guy is like on another wavelength. You know what I mean? Like it's just not relatable. So like the, when they say that shit, it's like I don't pay attention to it. It's like, dude, do whatever the fuck you want to do, all right? But thank you for going up there and risking your life so that everybody else feels like, well, fuck, if Bezos can do it, uh, and he's willing to put his life on the line in this, I think it's pretty safe. You know, it's not like you're flying in, a, in, a, in an airplane and you strapped a rocket on his ass and fucking went. I mean, that shit's dangerous as fuck. Like, there was a chance motherfucker was dead there. Like, gone. So, I think it's a good thing. Well... Let's see if you got another good thing to, to give our, our boy time tricks here. He said, guys, it's summer. I know, statement of the year. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the best item to get in an ice cream shop, wherever the ice cream comes from, whether it's a Dairy Queen, a Basket Robins, etc., on a hot day? It's cows um, on the waterfront in Halifax. Yeah. And whatever yeah. your flavor is. Yeah, I agree. But it's just like, you know, I can't just go down there on a regular basis. Like, if I had to pick a fast food... Uh, like Dairy a, Queen's like, the best fast food place. I'm, I'm probably going with Dairy Queen. Yeah, because yeah. it's ice cream, ice cream. It's not, it's not frozen yogurt yeah. like you get it like at uh, McDonald's. McDonald's. It's, yeah. it's legitimate ice cream. I fucks with McDonald's I'm, too. I'm, I'm but, still gonna eat it. Yeah, but if I had an option, like if there's a Dairy Queen and then in a McDonald's, I'm, and I'm going getting to Dairy ice Queen. cream specifically. Yeah. I'm going to Dairy Queen. You're going to Dairy, and it's in the name. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's literally in the name. You don't go to Dairy Queen for their chicken strips. Yeah. Okay? Because now you're paying like $50 for three of the most anemic-looking fucking chicken strips on Earth and five french fries, and you fucked up. But if you go to Dairy Queen for an ice cream cake, well, now you're winning. Now I want an ice cream cake. See, now I went and fucked myself up, and I said ice cream cake, and now all I can think of is the delicious fudge filling center thing that they've gotten those things dude i'm going to get ice cream now right after this podcast <laughs> you know it's my mom's birthday so i gotta go get cake anyway so i'm, I'm making an ice cream, cream cake boom boom i'm sure i'm That's sure it. judy fucks with an ice cream cake she fucks with an ice cream she better fuck with an ice cream cake because <laughs> she's getting one now and yeah, now she's getting one <laughs> you don't like it then you can go fucks with some other <laughs> cake and go pay for it yourself because I want ice cream cake. That's what you're going to get. I'm buying it. You're getting an ice cream cake. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I'm eating ice cream cake right now. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you lucky bastard. Uh, let's see. Mark Furry asks, do you have a moving horror story? So like moving, I'm guessing houses is what he's referring to. Uh, because I am living one right now. He doesn't outline what his horror story is, but apparently... Is there a such thing as a moving story moving story that isn't a bit of a horror story? Does I that mean, exist? Pretty, listen, man, the last two times that I moved, hired movers, the absolute best way to spend your money. There is no, there is no, <laughs> there is nothing. I'm telling you guys. Going into right low now, orbit, hiring movers. Are we hiring listen, movers? We're hiring movers every time. <laughs> okay. All right. We're hiring <laughs> movers every time. Dude, when I moved here. I have so many big shelves and fucking cabinets and uh, fucking, you know, I mean, dude, to spend, I think I'd have to, I probably have the receipt laying around. I'm pretty sure I spent $800, might've been 800, might've been a thousand tops, but I'm pretty sure it was 800 bucks to have movers move all my shit. They started first thing in the morning, it was like 7 a.m. And they were done by like 7 p.m. So were they like wrapping shit up and like, or oh, did yeah. you, or do you have to like do some no, version of no, the dismantling? They do, they do everything, bro. So, so like they, this um, desk, which has got like 10 grand worth of shit on it. That's like mounted to arms and stuff. They yep. just take all that apart and wrap it. And yes. Yep. They will. For $800. Yes. They will. Un it might've been a thousand. I don't remember. Cause it even was for a thousand dollars, dude, they will, they, your beds, Everything. They will unscrew your beds, put all the bolts in a bag, put them all together. They will wrap all everything, everything, dude. These movers, uh, they lay out carpet and and like yeah, a yeah, they got they, yeah, 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 everywhere, so they don't scuff your floors. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like they they pack the the moving trucks like perfectly. All that stuff, dude, cost me around a thousand bucks. Oh, that's that's worth. I didn't have to do anything, man. That's Literally worth. just had to open up doors, unlock shit, and they did all the work, man. It was the best money ever spent. And the 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 stuff, the, the thing that I like to do for the movers, because they work hard, dude. Like you buy them food or ass. coffee or some shit. I bought I bought everybody pizzas, got a bunch of fucking uh uh pop and stuff. I had a I had a two four beer. Um so like when they were done for the day, if they wanted to grab a beer. And fucking chill, have an extra slice. They could. They appreciate it. They work harder. They take care of your stuff. And bada boom, bada bing. There is literally no like it is was the best money you'll ever fucking spend. Because you're gonna spend so much time lifting, busting your back. You can't do it as fast. You can't do it as efficiently. I just These don't guys, wanna do it. You don't wanna do it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I just don't paint it a thousand bucks, bro. 
That ain't nothing, man. That ain't nothing. No, if, ain't I, nothing. if I if I had known that, I might have done it when I had to move back in here in the midst oh. of all that bullshit because I had oh. to like do all of my shit in the span of like, what, Bro. seven days? Right off. And so I was just right, like. right. I'm a, it's right off. Hey, I'm, hey man, I'm moving offices, man. I didn't even know. What? I didn't even know that I was Adam. capable of being as tired as I was at the end of that seven days. That was an all new level of tired. I, I've never lived on autopilot for so long. Bro, I, fuck Adam, all when that. you move, when you move, if you don't hire a mover, well, you're this, high. at this point, the only things to actually physically move for this move, you can see on camera right now. And, yeah, but and a bed. Yeah, and then the rest but, of it's still in boxes. But if you do order furniture, all that stuff, and you have that all delivered, uh, all oh that yeah, that stuff, oh man, yeah, oh that yeah, they'll fucking they'll set it all up, man. They'll do all that stuff. You have it all in a storage locker. They'll pick it up. They'll fucking deliver it, bro. I ain't never, I ain't never, never not again, over again, never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever again, never. Uh Mm. Uh, Seth asks, your significant other comes into the room and turns on the TV. What does she watch that you can't stand? Um, uh, the Kardashians. Oh, oh, cause she yep. watches that. Oh, she watches it religiously. Oh. I think they're on their last season now. Thank God. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Dude, I, I went up, I went up. So when Kayla was in, um, laying in bed yesterday after a second COVID shot, she was watching that fucking uh, show, man. Kayla watches the most cringiest shit. She was watching. Um, there's a show on Netflix. It's like, or it's a movie. It's basically like the sex movie, man. It's like, uh, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's called like Sex Something. Oh, M M um, talked about that not because she saw it, but because one, when she went over to hang out with one of her friends the other day, it was on like the fucking TV or some shit. Dude, I'm telling you, man. These, I'm telling you. Listen, they Kayla pretends like she don't like she like she thinks it's stupid. These women love this shit, man. This like this soft core, like romantic fantasy. Some of not even soft core. I mean, like uh, Em was saying, like they were just watching some shit and like an actual just big ass dong, like uh, oh, like on camera out. and shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, women, women are women are you know, they 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 they're loving this shit, man. Bro, there's a, there's they're, a reason why Fifty Shades of Grey sold like a oh, yeah, bajillion dude. fucking copies. And then Dude. went to the theaters and did huge numbers, and it's not because it's it's good writing. No, it's it's the women. The women they love this. They love this erotic fantasy type shit. It's like it's like a it's like yeah. a see for dudes. We're like, dude, we'll just watch porn. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just want to rub one out or whatever, or just want to you know see something. I just go watch it in porn. Um, you know, women. Not saying that they don't do that as well because women watch porn as well, but. You know, the ones that aren't really into that, but they want to, they want to feel a little venturous. They want to like live, you know, get a little hot. This is, this is the, 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 the cringy, cheesy, like th this stuff is brutal to watch, man. I'd, I'd rather just like, if I'm, dude, I'm going to be honest. If I ever sat down and watched that shit with my wife, like, yeah, it might turn her on. I, I don't know. I'm going to assume it does. Um, for me, I'd probably fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I'd, 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 I'd rather sit there and just legitimately pull up Pornhub with with my wife and just watch actual porn i'd be like listen if we're gonna watch this shit like let's 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 watch some real stuff man let's get some voyeur shit going on here let's let, let's venture out here because this this ain't it for me the, the, i it, this ain't it i remember i remember uh kayla watched uh or read uh 50 shades of gray i don't know which which book it was this was when we were living when we first no the next apartment that we so not the first one but the next one 
And uh, I remember she was just laying in bed reading this book. It was like in the afternoon. It was like before dinner. She's written there reading it. And she like read this whole book like in a day. And I was done streaming and stuff. And I'm like getting ready to go to bed. I go into bed, man. This girl, she wanted it all. She was primed off Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> she was primed. She was primed. I'm like, I don't know how, I was like, I don't know how, I don't know how you, I, I, hey, li listen, I, I don't even, I don't get Whatever it. floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> so, but Kim, the Kardashian shows for me. Yeah, that, yeah. M, if we're with M, with M, it's, um, she watches, she doesn't really watch a lot of it. Like sometimes she watch, like she'll watch some of it, but a lot of times it's like background noise. She hasn't recently because she's been so hooked on on playing um, Dragon Quest Builders too. Jeez, you got you your your girl's a little bit of a gamer there, man. Oh, oh, dude, she plays she plays like she easily cranks out six seven hours of gaming on her day off when she's damn. Just, oh yeah, she plays Dragon Quest. She's Dragon Quest Builders too, and then she plays Genshin at the end of the day. You go know, gets her you know Genshin in. Uh, you know she's not like a hardcore gamer. She's still getting used to like. Um, using dual analog sticks or whatever, because before all the games she played were just one. She yeah, never had to do like a bad. third. It wasn't like a third person like thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, she you know she gets uh, you know she gets she gets in her game time for sure. Okay. She right. uses the PS5 way more than I do. Tell you that much. There you go. There you go. Uh, At least you're getting use out of it, right? You get well, yeah, your money exactly. Well, I bought it specifically, like, more specifically, I had, to, like, one or two reviews to do, but more specifically for her, because she was playing so much Genshin, and on the PS4, it runs like a fucking bag of shit, so, Yeah, that's, uh, that's it, man. Just get him to start streaming, man. Just take over the channel. You probably, yeah, you probably the, get, you know, ten times more viewers. You easily. You make more money. You know, uh, that's the play. Uh, she, already, she said, my love, we need to get a hot tub. I need to get a boob oh. job. I said, yeah, let's, you know, yeah. Did she say that? Oh, yeah. She's not serious. Oh. She's not going to get a fucking oh. boob job. Okay. Oh, or are we going to buy Kay Kayla absolutely would. She's already <laughs> into me. Like, hey, you know, you want to, you know, a buddy, a buddy of mine, uh, his, his, they, they get in his wife, uh, some, some, and she's already got, she's already got, she's some already knockers. stacked. She's already stacked. But she some girls never know where to fucking like end, uh, end with that like, shit. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, she getting bigger. She, he was like, yeah, you know, a little bit. You know, he's into that. Like, the, he's uh, all about. He's, yeah. he's 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 all, he's all about that. Like, if we went to a strip club and stuff, he's like, all about he, big he titties. Likes, he likes the big fake. You know, the, yeah. uh, he's, he's into that thing. It's not. If it's you're gonna not, get it done, I would spend a fortune to make sure that it is not blatantly obvious. Because the worst thing in the world to me is a mm. bad a bad boob job. I like yeah. I go softer than a fucking marshmallow. Seeing a pair of really badly done tits, I. Yeah, Instantly. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, there's something about badly done, and I've seen them. I've been, I've been to some strip clubs. You know, I've they seen get them. rough. There's, there's something about badly done fake breasts that they almost look used, and then they're not attractive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like they seen some shit, and like you realize that like you don't like thinking about how much they've seen, even though they might be brand new, but they're they're horribly done that they look yeah. used. Yeah. So you're just like, oh man. I, I no, don't need. I don't it. need those those boobs looking like Steve Buscemi's eyes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jorbach asks, "Have you ever had a really big near miss, like deciding not to go on the tilt a whirl and then it gets struck by lightning? What made you change your mind, and was it a good thing that you missed?" 
I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had like a it, it, listen, if I I might I'm sure there has been like big misses, but I just didn't know about them. You know. Uh yeah. There was one that was trip related, but it wasn't a plane, but um something at the location and this was so long ago I can't even remember. I mean, this was like fucking 10 years ago now. And I just was like, "You know what? I just feel like it's something's going to go fucking wrong." And it did. And it wasn't like catastrophic, but it was enough that the trip would have been fucking terrible uh had we gone. And then there was one time, and then, like, with, uh, not that you needed to be a savant, but with the COVID thing, early on, when it was first cropping up, and a couple of times, um, I did, honest to God, feel like I was the only person in this house that was, like, thinking straight at the time, and trying to come up with, like, um, you know, who was going to go grocery shopping, when they were going to go grocery shopping, uh, when to stay the fuck home, and whatnot, early on. And then, and then it'd be like, oh, it's not that bad. We don't have that many cases right now. And then like, no joke, like the fucking day that I was like avoiding or whatever. It was like a million cases cropped out of this like one fucking location or some shit or, or, or whatnot. And, and, uh, yeah, you didn't need to be a savant, but I, uh, <laughs> I did, I did call very specifically several fucking times, uh, that we ended up having like outbreaks, uh, during, uh, the last year. The only one that I got wrong was I was pretty sure that when we opened our borders a little early here with New Brunswick, that we were going to like catch another wave. Um, but then they changed their policy like at the last possible fucking second, uh, and and we've luckily uh, been okay. But yeah, that like I don't think I've ever had like a I'm not going to get on that plane, and then the plane crashes. Like I've I've never. And the, I mean, the odds of that anyway is slim. Uh, Doctor Samurai. If every lag TV fan were aware of the auction, how much would episode eight of uh, When She's Fails sell for as an NFT? Would you ever sell exclusive rights to any old content? As no, NFTs are the fucking dumbest thing uh, possibly ever invented. NFTs are the biggest, the biggest fleece for the people buying them in the history of fleecing. This it's it is the ultimate. You've been bamboozled. Like, thinking that you, that like, because all, all it means is in your mind, the little, the little fucking text document that they sent you that gives you a string of numbers and letters in any way, shape or form means that you have exclusive control over this image. And then everyone literally just copies and pastes that image all over the fucking internet. And you're like, yeah, well, I own it for $450,000. Like the only people winning with NFTs are the artists and they are cashing in as much as possible before that whole market dissolves. And I promise you NFTs won't be around for uh, for very much longer. That whole thing is a complete fucking gong show. Like who? Like if somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I did this, uh, you know, this artwork, and I'll sell you the digital rights to it, and not give you the physical." Like you, they try to equate it to physical art. Like if I if if I get somebody to paint me a one off, and I physically own it, and I've spent twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars in this art, I know I'm the only person on earth that owns that copy. Or that, or not the copy, that that actual piece of art. If somebody posts the shit online and is floating around, it's complete fucking nonsense. It's uh, to me. So what what would when uh, when she fails episode eight sell for? I don't know. Probably fifteen hundred dollars. A single, a single Ethereum coin. <laughs> I think is what it goes for at the end of the day. 
is what it would what it would end up catching. What do you think? I don't. I I have no idea. Probably probably not even that much. <laughs> well, you never know. There might be, there might be there might one be guy out fan. there. Might be a hardcore fan that that you know really wants that. But hey, you know if anybody wants to pay fifteen hundred dollars for it, you let me know. I'll see if I can make it happen. We're watching somebody spend like what was it? Charlie bit my finger. The YouTube video and it was sold for like some insane amount of money. It's just like, like these, these people. Too much hey, money and not enough brains. Uh, it's a free market, point. man. It's a well. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying that they're getting they're, they're fucking they're insane. Like that. Like you're literally insane. I I can't imagine. Like imagine how many versions and copies of fucking Charlie bit my finger. There's like trillions of them all over everyone's computers all over the fucking world. And you're like, yeah, but I yeah, own but it. Yeah, but it's not the one that's on the blockchain that is specifically <laughs> certified certified for you. It's 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 the official. <laughs> what does that, that, that fucking mean? Well, it means it means it's the same thing as if you took a physical, you know, if you took a physical statue that somebody made. And there's 15 of them, and you've got one of 15. But then there's a bunch of replicas out there, like you know, uh, like knockoffs. You know, it's like it's not it's not the like, original. Like, I get it's that not, art. I get that art just, sales in general is art is worth whatever somebody's willing to pay for it. Like that's ultimately what art is about. But the whole NFT thing is just fucking hilarious to me because it's not even a, like it's not even a, a physical good. It's just the the thing that tells you that you own the physical good. Uh, or the digital good and the amount of money that they're selling for is just yeah, it's crazy it's it's I artists it's absolutely... make your money please because you don't make money anyway like like you're normally like the artists i'm seeing making this money normally are selling shit for like 50 bucks and now all of a sudden they've got like a 78 ethereum them. like just yeah. good for them do your thing get the fuck make so much art and sell so many nfts and then when this whole market fucking dissolves people are already getting scamazed and not actually getting their like there was like uh, one there was one in the news somebody spent ninety grand and it ended up being a fucking fleece and he didn't even get the fucking like actual rights to it. It's gonna be rough. Uh Carpenter K, when was the last time you guys saw each other in person? Last podcast that we did in person. Yeah. Uh in fact, I mean Brian lives down the street from me, and I've only seen him in person once since COVID started. And it was when I was out for a walk in the woods and he spotted me going past his house and I heard him through my headphones calling out my name. I turn around and there he's in his work clothes uh, or whatever. And we, we talked from about 30 feet away for about 10 minutes. And then that was it. I've seen Brian many times. He was doing the electrical work on my, yeah, he's my, doing jobs for some of your properties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My properties. Yeah. He's, so. he's got a hell of a mustache right now, by the way, he's got yeah, like he a had one, he had one back. Yeah. He had one. When he's I had it for him. a while. He's got the, he's got that uh, that uh, what's his COVID name beard going. Yeah, the crazy COVID beard. Um. Oh well, there you go. This is kind of related. This is the first time somebody's asked this question, so I'll ask. This comes in from Mario, following you for at least a decade. Hey, thank you. Bless you. Uh, I'd like to ask: Did Kayla and M try to play video games with you, or because of you? How did they react when you tried to explain to them what you do for a living? Well, Kayla was with Jeff before we started this, so she was kind of there from the Genesis point. Um, like, my first girlfriend, Natalie, was with me before, because we were dating in high school, so she was with me before we started, and she was with me when, for the first, 
what, seven years, six, six years of, of lag TV. Six, yeah, six years. Um, and even though she was with me since the beginning, she understood it where she got it, but she was not, she did not play any games whatsoever. She didn't really have any interest in, in, uh, in what was going on. Uh, her, her mom thought I was crazy at the time, uh, for doing what I was doing, <laughs> doing what I was doing. She was not, I think, I think she wanted me to do like something a little bit more standard. So that when she was explaining to one of her like seven sisters, you know, what one of her daughters who she was, uh, who she was dating at, uh, at the time or whatever, or possibly marrying that it wasn't such a weird, you know, uh, profession. Uh, and then the second girlfriend I had was in the same business. So that was obviously easy. She was already gaming. She was streaming. And then, uh, M, uh, is, uh, was already gaming, just not like hardcore. Like she was like, you know, she'd play some games or whatever, mobile games mostly, or like Overcooked. She really liked Overcooked and stuff like that. But now she's playing Genshin and, and things like, uh, like that. Um, and she, you know, she gets everything that we do. She, she, uh, I remember when we first started, we were doing the Tinder files, even though we, I wasn't actually on Tinder for this, but we were on Tinder, because we called it the Tinder files. <laughs> and I remember when, we, when she and I were first talking or whatever, and, and we were talking about our jobs and, and, uh, ended up sending her like, um, uh, the podcast or whatever. And I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, do I really want to send her a fucking file of this podcast? And I was like, well, fuck it. What do you got to lose? So it did. So she was on board before we even started dating. She was like, she thought it was quite cool. Um, but they were, she was gaming before. So she's gaming arguably more because now she's with me. Uh, but, uh, and then COVID of course, where everyone's trapped inside necessitated something to do. So she gamed even more, but otherwise, yeah, no, that was, that was pretty much it. I never did get Natalie in any gaming. I tried a couple of times. It was never going to fucking happen in a million years. Not a little bit. Uh, what about you? What was Kayla? Kayla played a little bit of games like when we bit. were younger, played, but nothing major. Yeah, yeah, Kayla, like throughout my years, she played a little bit. She plays her, on her, like she plays mobile games like every day. Mm. Um, so it's usually like when she's laying in bed and stuff, like she'll play it before she goes to sleep and shit. That's pretty much it. It's funny enough. Like she plays games when I'm not gaming and when I'm not, or when I'm gaming, you know, she's not playing games. So mm. we, we don't really play games together. She likes to play board games once in a while. And that's really about it. You know, but as for like trying to explain what I do for a living, like she was there before any of this started. Right. So she was there when I was broke as fuck. Um, and so like when I started doing this, it was just more of like a hobby. And then when I started making money, it was just easy to show because she was there. So like she could physically see like, Oh, you're making some money. So, um, you know, that's it. I don't really have to explain it to anybody because by the time, by the time I had success, like it just kind of got around to family and friends that like, you know, holy shit, you know, this guy's playing games and he's like buying a car and like moving up. Like that was like the easiest family. thing. Like when you're yeah. not making money, it's harder to like sell an idea to somebody. But when yeah. somebody would ask me, you know, you know, what do you do for a living? I explained to him, you're like, oh, or can you even make a living out of that? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually making twice as much as I got offered out of university. Yeah. And like, for me, like my family never really had a lot of money, like, or anything like that. We never owned a house in our life. Uh, my, my parents never owned a home, never, uh, we didn't have much. Like the, our peak of like regular living was like, uh, or like middle-class living was when I, when I moved near Adam. And we didn't even own the house. It was like, it was my dad's boss's house. He gave us a deal because my dad mm. worked and it was like, you know, a semi-detached house that really wasn't that expensive to begin with. So, you know, when, when I, when, when 
you could visibly tell like when I was the odd ball out that was actually doing shit like you know people didn't really question much because they're like well he's in a better position than we are so he must be doing something right um and then so never nobody ever really gave me a hard time or questioned anything it was just the way it is and Kayla's parents once again I knew them before I did any of this stuff so like they were part of the journey so like when the thing stuff stuff started blowing up it was more of like they were happy for me than mm. what it was where they were questioning what I was doing. So I never really had those those obstacles. So I actually think it's harder now to tell people what I do than what it was back then. Like a lot of the times I tell people I'm a real estate investor. I don't even I still try and find ways to skirt around I, telling people what yeah, I do because I the, the discussion that you have the to... conversation. I know it's yeah. just like it isn't even worth it isn't it's just you know, so it's I, tiring. If I say anything, you know, if I if I say, hey, I'm a professional gamer or I, I play video games for a living, they're like, oh, man, my son would love you. And you like play Fortnite. You know, it's just like I, I don't yeah. even bother. I'm just like, yeah, I, I invest in real estate. <laughs> That's it. Easiest and then way to know, go. If, they, if they go deeper, if they're like, well, you know, how did you get into that? And then I'll be like, well, you know, I I have another career and, you know, and I'll get into it. But usually it just stops right at that because when people think real estate, they're they're like, oh, OK. It's probably why he's got this car is probably why, you know, he's able to do these things like makes sense. I don't really need to go into any other detail, even though real estate isn't the reason why I have any of those things. Really. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> so, just, it's just an easier car. There's no follow up conversation usually when yeah. you have something like that. Yeah. So this is a we'll combo some of these. Cause we have so many questions. I know we've been running long, but I'll make these quicker. Yeah, uh, my mom's here actually. So she's yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll make this we'll make this a little tight. Uh, do you guys uh, like wearing suits? This comes from Alexa. Alexa, do you like do. guys like wearing suits? In what context do you like wearing them? And would you uh, an excuse to wear them more? And I'll pair this with Brian, who asked. Uh, he's been dissatisfied with his job for a while uh, because of the pandemic. He has two interviews coming up for two different positions. Uh, do you have any advice on being confident? Uh, or tips in general for those you know, kind of interviews for a new job. Uh, and said, FYI, they're both on Zoom. Okay, so uh, they're they're video video calls. So I get the the suit thing. I tied to that because uh, dress for the job. So even if it's a video call, uh, if if the job would be something that they'd be expecting you to be dressed well for, and even maybe if they didn't, to go business casual. Uh, you don't need to go in a full fucking suit, but business casual. Something. To let them know that you're taking it seriously is usually never a bad idea. Uh, just get cleaned up and look as good as you would if you were going into work and trying to impress somebody, right? Uh, uh, and when you're dressed and you're looking good, you tend to feel good, right? If you're look, if you if you got you know clothes on that you feel good in, and you've cleaned yourself up, you know, I mean, a clean shave, you trimmed the beard up or whatever, you're looking at you, you know, you, you're feeling good about yourself physically. Uh, you'll have a little bit more confidence than otherwise uh, when it comes to you know, interview stuff is, is, uh, is, uh, be yourself, be as concise, but as, uh, you know, as concise with your answers as possible, but, um, uh, but just <laughs> don't try and game the interview, I guess. At this point, recruiters know when you're gaming the fucking interview, dress for the interview, show up, be yourself, uh, and, uh, and just trust the process. You know, you got to trust yourself that you're going to be, uh, worth the job because if you don't think that you're worth the job, it's going to come out in your interview. You're going to be timid, uh, and whatnot. And that's probably the first flag for most, uh, for most interviewers. So that's all I've got. Interviews are really so company dependent now that all you can do is go in, know the company you're applying to. So if they ask you questions about the company, you can answer those questions, dress for the job and, and just, 
give her your fucking best. But as far as when do I like wearing a suit outside of a, a job interview, you know, if it's, if it calls for it, when you go out, you're going to a nice dinner, uh, you know, or you're just looking to feel fancy or if you're going to an event, I'll do it. The problem for me is suits have to be awfully fucking custom. They're expensive as shit. So I only own a couple of them. So I, I can't wear them all the time. Cause I'll look like I'm wearing the same fucking clothes all the time anyway. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, I, I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it in the summer. I'll tell you that much. Fuck suits in the summer. Sweating to death. Drives me crazy. What about you? Um, I, I, I do like uh, wearing suits. Um, I actually don't own a suit um, at all right now. Um, so I, I have like a lot of like uh, like sports blazers and, you know, nice pants and different things like that. But I, like as a full blown like suit suit, you know, I don't I don't have like a three piece. Um, I do like wearing them, but I wouldn't want to wear them all the time. Like, um, you know, someday when I do like go out there and sell houses and stuff, like I probably won't be a suit guy, but I'll be more of like a nicely tidied up guy. Business casual. Um, yeah. Business casual. I think that's, you know, comf- being comfortable, but you know, if I go to a wedding, man, I love going to rent a suit and dressing up for a day and, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, as, as for the job interview, I, you know, I, Adam pretty much nailed a lot of it. It's just dress for the job so like if you know if you if you know uh, certain jobs don't require suits you know what i mean you also don't want to go in and wear a suit if you're 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 applying for um you know to be uh, to look after dogs you know what i mean like it just doesn't <laughs> make sense right um yeah. you know your background make sure it's clean because you know your surroundings if you're doing this from home oftentimes is a is is a reflection of you a reflection of you uh and how you know either untidy or unmotivated uh you are to like listen man if you can't clean your room like how the hell are you gonna you know be be an asset to a company um so you know if you're if you're going live and you have a webcam just make sure that your shit is tidied in behind get rid of the juvenile stuff don't have bongs and different shit on in the background um, doesn't matter if weed is legal <laughs> or anything. Just don't have just that don't stuff have there. there. Yeah, just don't have it there. You know, don't don't be that guy or gal. Um, and then also tell them why you're an asset. Tell them why hiring you and how you how you can bring value to the company. Um, and be company you know, specific. With, don't just like talk company, in generalities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, don't oversell yourself, but also don't sell yourself short. You know, because if you're gonna be if you're gonna if you're going to be one of 30 interviews they're going to do, you need to stand out. And I can guarantee you most of those 30 will not speak up and say what they're going to be able to do to help um, the company in whatever way and whatever role you're in. And that's up to you to understand the role you're applying for and the company you're you're, you're interested in, in going at. Um, and then also be prepared to tell them your weaknesses because a, a lot of job interviewers will ask you, you know, what's your biggest weakness? You know, so get ready to be, be be prepared for that question. It might not happen, but, you know, and be honest to a degree. Do not like, you know, say something stupid, um, but, you know, come up with something that like, hey, you know, this is it. But um, be be authentic. You know, there is no perfect person um, and just be real. Be yourself, because ultimately uh, that's what's good. These guys and gals that do these interviews, like they do a lot of these and they can smell bullshit. You know, people aren't stupid, right? So don't suck up too much, but you know, also don't not suck up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like they also want their ego stroke to a degree. They want, you know, they don't also don't come on too too strong. 
You know, don't be like, hey, I'm going to be an asset to your company because like I'm going to work hard on everybody and I'm going to do this because then you might intimidate these people. And they're like, whoa, this motherfucker is going to come from my job. I, I don't want this guy here or this gal here. So you, it, it's a it's a it's a balance. It's a balance. Just got to build rapport. You know, don't over talk, you know, just say what you need to say. You know, obviously you can't get a, give a firm ham sh- handshake, you know, a little bit of humor doesn't hurt, uh, but not overly goofy unless your job calls for it. And just be yourself. And then, you know, if you do all those things and you don't get the job, then it wasn't meant to be. Then that job was not for you. But if you do all those things, you're probably going to get hired. That's our last question, Jeff. We're combining two here, and they're pretty straightforward and very short to answer. Xenon Slayer asks, what's the longest hike or long walk you've ever had to endure? And we're going to combo that by saying at the end of that long hike, Coyote Conundrum is asking, uh, soft or hard shell tacos or both at the same time? So what's the longest hike you've ever had to endure or walk? And then at the end of that walk, if you had to choose soft or hard shell taco. Bro, longest walk that I ever had to endure was walking from one side of the Vegas Strip to the other side of the Vegas Strip. <laughs> that shit is fucking long. That shit is long. I did the whole Vegas Strip all the way fucking down to the end and then realized I got to walk all the way back or take an Uber that's going to cost me like $30 because of traffic. So I decided to walk. That was a long fucking walk. Um, I haven't done any big hikes or anything like that. It's just not my jam. Um, and then what was the, what was that last question? At the end oh, of that long shell. hike, soft or shell. Shell. yeah. Soft shelled man with hot sauce. I had a hard shelled tacos uh, a few days ago for the first time in forever. Hey, they're great if you have them once, you know, once a quarter. Everything else, soft shot, soft shelled all day, mm. all day. Yeah, I would rather have soft shell with something in the taco to give it crunch versus the the hard shell for cool. the crunch because it just falls apart and it's a fucking mess and just, yeah, not my favorite. So I agree with the soft shell for sure. Uh, as far as my longest one, walk or hike, um, I don't know how long of like the, the distance would be, uh, but I have, I have walked, the longest I ever went for a walk was um, five five hours was the hike. Um, I don't know how long that would be. I mean, you know how long my legs are, so somebody can math that shit out. (laughs) But it was a, it was a hike. It was a combo of trail and, and like semi off trail and trail hiking. And, uh, it was not even an intentional thing. When we first started the walk, we weren't sure how long this was to get to the destination. The signage wasn't particularly clear. And then when you get so far into it, at some point you just go, you know, you know, we're already here. We've already walked this far. You know, like how much further can it really be? As it turns out, pretty far, pretty far. Shit was a long way. So yeah. So somewhere around, um, somewhere around five hour, a five hour hike. And I was, I was pretty dead at the other end of that. Um, no two ways around it. Uh, I was very tired. I'm not so endurant that I was going to be okay on the other side of that. And then I had to drive home. And so I had to sit in the car. It was like one of those things where your legs were vibrating. I sat in the car and I just waited for my legs to stop vibrating for a, for a little while before I started driving because I was so tired. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Jeff's mom is there. It's time to go for uh, for that. And we're just shy of three. We a couple of lengthy podcasts back to back after a couple of short ones. We're just making up for lost time. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week uh, for some more Technical Alpha magic. Uh, hit the follow button here on Twitch if you haven't already. Subscribe and hit the bell icon on YouTube if you haven't already. And uh, spread the good word. 
Hit us up on patreon.com slash like TV and uh, join us financially and support the podcast if you so wish and want to keep this thing going for as long as we can. Uh, and until we see you guys next week, thank you once again for uh, choosing us to listen to at least for a little while. And until then, peace. Peace.